and welcome to the Computer Game Show. I'm the main one, David Turner. Second in command is James Farley. Oh, Ooh. fuck off. Third one on the list, <laughs> Farley's assistant, Matt Murray. Assistant? <laughs> yeah. And, where, where are you uh, going with this, Dave? I'm, I'm in getting last worried. place, the big nobody of the show, Sean Bell. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, no, there is there is logic behind it. Matt barely turns up, so he got relegated. <laughs> he, got, <laughs> he got a demotion. Um, and Sean, well, you know, there's some news coming. <laughs> just trying to make it easier to just, like, you know, deal with it. Um, but, yeah, should we start there, actually? Cause that's uh, what, I yeah, mean, can do. Um, as many of you may have seen on the Twitter, um, we're having a baby. Which is, all of us. Yeah, all of us. <laughs> it's a four, four men and a baby situation. During the PSVR weekend, we all spunk to the cup, <laughs> switched it around, and Sean drank it. And Smash, smashed an egg in it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, Sean. me and my wife are having a baby. Uh, yeah, properly Amazing excited, news. but obviously uh, not going to be doing so much of the old sitting on Discord for two hours talking about video games every week. Um, I've known for changed. a long time and uh, <laughs> managed to keep it secret from everyone, actually. I don't think I told anyone except for the wife, like, because we would, you know, yeah, we get excited yeah, about that sort yeah. of stuff. But um, yeah, that's, that might have explained my behavior in a WhatsApp group because you, you, <laughs> you'd let them know before it went on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And everyone was going, Congratulations, and I was just coming out with a gag straight away. <laughs> yeah, I did just think that was a bit off, actually. I was like, <laughs> 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 I did all my congratulations ages ago. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fine. just uh, right. I, I didn't even notice. I just I just assumed that that was default David Turner's response. Yeah, I didn't think it was like. being a bit off. I just thought, well, that that's David. It's, yeah, so it's how the beast communicates. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I, do, I mean, so Sean, are you are you ready to announce stuff, plans, and that? What? How do you mean? You what in terms of? Well, what you're doing with yourself. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, so, yeah, so Midnight Resistance is is going. Um, and, it, and apparently it's got nothing to do with this show taking off, but carry on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically we sort of agreed that, because obviously Andy already left. Well, didn't leave, but, you know, he's unavailable 90% of the time. Um, and then with me going a well, it's like the two, like, two of the, the three founders gone, probably not, like, it's not, like... Like Owen could continue to do something, I'm sure, but it wouldn't really be the same thing. Like <laughs> Owen he's always could continue to do something, I'm sure, but we won't let him. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like he's. I think he's always had different ideas about what to do with a podcast, anyway. So I'm keen to see him do something else. Um, so yeah, so we sort of came to the conclusion that it's probably time to let that go. Whereas with the computer game show, like I don't feel any. You know, I'm not responsible for it. So you get you guys just crack on, and I'll just. Uh, Look I'll, at just, you. I'll just I'll just fucking turn up in a year's time and be like, right, I'm back now. <laughs> Who's Deal with it? <laughs> By which time, because you found someone better. But so we're going to run a uh, competition for win Sean's seat. No, we're not. It's yes, we no, don't <laughs> do a got... competition. Just do an auction. Just make people we... pay. <laughs> That's a good point. Pounds. All you got to do is like and retweet. <laughs> what is it? Follow and retweet our Twitter. Yeah. I don't you know, get ten thousand retweets, then you're in. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm sure there'll be further announcements. But oh, it's very exciting. I it's can't so wait exciting, to see man. your world fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome, Sean. You just you've got a journey ahead of you. 
Which is, is it? Like, you know, everyone, everyone's like, it's, you know, it's the best thing ever, but it's, it's shit. But it's good, but it's yeah. shit. It it's is shit. shit. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it twice. It's, uh, yeah. it's. Uh... <laughs> you don't talk about the good stuff because it's all just, um, ooh, I've got a child and he's amazing. Like, you don't talk about that stuff. You just talk yeah. about how One your hands are covered in super glue every now and then. Um, <laughs> That's got nothing to do with Harry, though. That's just your own your own ineptitude. I would not <laughs> have super glue on my hands if he didn't fucking keep changing the height of the bridge, Matt. Okay, <laughs> it's a knock-on effect. I, it's a knock-off. I can't even believe you didn't understand how to open a super glue. Yeah, container. Not did I? I just, I'm, I'm not. I'm not that sort of man. <laughs> I always assumed you were quite practical, Dave. No, fucking hell, I'm useless. I think it's just because, um, like, out of all, you know, all, like, in the, the the spectrum of Sean Bell's friends, you're definitely, you know, in the sort of normal person end. Like, <laughs> really? probably, probably the furthest in, in you know, toward, <laughs> towards that side, to be honest. So, I'd, yeah, I didn't think opening a, a bit of super glue without spraying it everywhere like a fucking fruit. I'm yeah. a 32-year-old man that wants a, a new Nintendo console. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, should we do follow up? We shall. Um, one of the biggest issues, shall we say, with last week's show is the um, Farley's interesting discussion jingle. Uh, we had some feedback. It was See, I've not even heard out. this. What is it? I've not even heard it. What? Do you listen to our show every week, James? No, I don't want to it's listen to your theme to this. song, James. That it's an actual theme song. It goes on for six minutes. Really? <laughs> Sean, Sean, who made that? Because you Me, did it I did. when I wasn't. You made it, right? Because yeah, it yeah. was. It first appeared on the show that I wasn't on, yeah, and then great show. Uh, you want you wanted it, yeah, you know, easily forgettable. Um, and then you wanted it back for last week's show, <laughs> um, and then you sent me a link to a, a what was it about a minute ten, something <laughs> like that. Cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just text you while I was editing, saying, "Fuck it, I'm putting the whole thing." <laughs> And there was a bit in it, right, where I was driving to work, right, because before it goes, once we upload it, it then gets published the next day. Um, and so we've got a little bit of time just to double check that I haven't accidentally slipped in some chat that we didn't want <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> so I listened to it and I had it on in the car driving to work. And when it got to that bit, I was belly laughing, thinking <laughs> of all those people <laughs> that are going to have to sit for a minute out of this. <laughs> I was all proud of myself. Uh, some people um, are not happy. Adam Capone like the bit where Farley's interesting discussion jingle is really, really drawn out. Yeah, uh, that's, that, that sounds uh, like he was happy. Our boy Translers is back. Please can you shorten <laughs> that Farley stocks jingle? I can't believe why it lasted quite a bit. Um, uh, second tweet, otherwise decent episode. I'm glad Matt is back. Um, yeah, good. so I, I don't know. Maybe we should make it slow mo and have it like a four minute jingle for next. next oh time. Good. god, having it at half speed. Oh, brilliant! Two excellent idea. Can't wait for the next okay. <laughs> stock information to come in from Nintendo. <laughs> oh, it's exciting. Um, um, okay, cool. Uh, SMW Stu on Twitter. Please come have a section where uh, JCA Farley plays a flop game every week because he loved his joy over the uh, Mass <laughs> Effect Andromeda animation. I mean, I, th- I, I do smell a feature coming on. No, I think it's got to be a way. Like, I mean, it, you've got to be on the wave. It's got to be where it's all over Twitter and everyone's kicking off. That's where James Farley comes into his element. It's true. Like, yeah. that's that's if, it was just, if it was just like rubbish games, it wouldn't be the same. It's got to be rubbish games that everyone's laying into because that makes it funnier. 
James is the guy that polls on last. (laughs) Everyone's kicking off, and he's like, "Yeah, go on, I'm going to fucking dig in now." (laughs) Yeah, but uh, James, did you play Assassin's Creed Unity or whatever the big Assassin's Creed game was in the last year or two with all the horrible faces? No, this is the thing. I own it because it was like seventy nine p, but I've never played it. And uh, that's a shame. Would we in your element? Um, John Evans at Speedy Yellow on Twitter. As a kid, I pierced a tub of super glue after squeezing it first. I pulled out the pin and glued my eye shut. Oh, I God, mean, that is on. fucking horrific. Come on, John. Uh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't laugh. I assume he's all right now. Um, uh, I, I mean, there, there were there were a few typos, so he's possibly still blind. Murmur <laughs> um, uh, on Twitter. Uh, he loved a backpack laptop dick out, and it could be an early contender for Christmas number one. I mean, if I didn't make that clear on the show last week, we didn't do that. That was Sean no. Pewter Games. Uh, go to YouTube, search Sean Pewter Games, <laughs> and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want more of that sort of stuff. I'm assuming that the person that does it wants some sort of attention. So there you go. Or uh, or Patreon, uh, like and subscribe. Um, uh, and finally, uh, number one super fan Athene Allen Turner's called me Computer Game Pod's biggest fan this week, which feels yep. like an attack on my character. It is Athene. Um, but, but <laughs> it's definitely it. an attack on your yeah, character. It, it's literally an attack. But you know, f- thanks for being our number one fan. Um, if super you want to fan. leave us uh, feedback, you can tweet us at Computer Game Pod or email the Computer Game Show at gmail dot com. One thing that I was really surprised that we didn't get much feedback on was uh, the One Planet conversation that happened last yeah. week. <laughs> also, my... I was um, waiting for my... hate, and it didn't happen. It's yeah, weird. there's no comment about And there's also no feedback about me saying that potentially Bioware brought it on themselves. Uh, I, was, yeah, I, that was... I was expecting, and if anything, hoping for some feedback, but, but nothing. I might have to up the ante this week. <laughs> what are you going to do? Lay into a race? Well, what, what's Dave, your plan? Look, I love engagement, so let's just see what happens. Okay. Um, yeah, no, that one planet thing. Did you look into it in the end, James? Uh, no, I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Defeated. He, he says that, but I sent him a uh, link to the art. Like, what was it, though? The actual EA website saying, hey, here's your free trial where you get to visit your first but yeah, planet. But I, no, no, no. Okay, I still uh, oh, God. I don't want to get into this. No, again. no, no. <laughs> no, no just explain. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm, okay. I'm not going to argue with you. Can I, can I ask you a question, Dave? Right? You, you've played Mass Effect now, right? Yes. Okay. So you know you start off on there is that like sort of training planet as it were. Do you remember before Habitat, you go to the Nexus? Habitat seven. Yeah, the one before you go to the Nexus. That one. Yeah. So that's a planet, and then you okay. get onto the Nexus, and then later, before the trial ends, I think you get to go to another one. That kind of indicates there's two planets. Right. Okay. So I, I'm going to answer this in several ways because I've already knew you were coming at me with this. Um, first of all. Would you class that first Habitat 7 as a planet? What would you describe it as? No, no, I'm I'm asking you don't I don't answer the question with a okay. question. Do you Okay, do you mean do you mean is it a planet in the sense no. of is it clearly actually a planet or would do you, you mean Would you class it as a planet? Well, it is a planet, yeah. Right, okay. So when last week you were talking about it, why did you say that you you've only been to one planet when because I, I hadn't done the other ones yet. That's yeah, why. You're changing your... Uh, no, I'm you're not changing, changing your I told you I hadn't got that far. I was only okay, on the right. Nexus. Se- second thing, I didn't really care how many planets there were. It, I mean, the first thing was <laughs> that it was gated off, yeah? Um, the, my, the reason why I attacked you was not because you were saying that there was, there was more than one planet. I didn't care. What I attacked you for was me saying you can only visit one planet, and you going, no, because I visited a planet. 
Like that that argument the, the argument was stu- stupid. You do, if you're going to come at me, come at me with better stuff. That was that was why I took you up on it. It was okay. ridiculous, yeah. James. Okay, it was um uh, yeah, you uh you made a mistake, James. Let's move on. Oh, <laughs> Matt I, gets well nervous these I, I days. Didn't. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <Let's> just... <laughs> Oh, okay, guys, let's move on. Let's just... Oh. <laughs> we might be tuning off. Um, tuning right. off. That's what it is, isn't it? Please, no one tune off. Laughing <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> let's do news, because I think there's a, quite a bit of it, isn't there? Not well, really. There is, but, no. um, there's there's, there's done... one massive one, and then... I don't know, unless I've just missed a load of stuff there's this two week. Big one, there's two big ones that I can think of off the top of my head. Right? Oh, okay, well, that's one more than I've got. Go News on. guys fucked up again. There's, James there's back in next Call week. of Duty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, I, yeah, I suppose that is a Wasn't big deal. Just, you, you know Wasn't what there I'm also like? a bunch of Nintendo stuff last week as well? Like, Was you it? know, sort of things happening. God. Right, okay, let's start with James, because no one knows what you're talking about, James. Uh, that's <laughs> this no, new not, Nintendo no, no, stuff. Okay, just... What could that mean? No. Let's just, let's just move on to <laughs> what's the what's the big Nintendo stuff? No, there's no big Nintendo stuff, but there's been stuff that's sort of you know sort of happened over the last week. Like you've is got, this just like, them saying like they're going to have a big E3 and stuff. Or yeah, is this, you got that. Yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. you know them saying that they were going to sell a hundred million as well. You know more than the Wii and you know stuff like that. Hmm. Okay, um, yeah, no, the the, uh, the well, I mean personally, that news about them having a big E3. Is uh, I mean, we like that, don't we, Matt? Because yeah, it's gonna be a big one this year. <laughs> we, one we, of all the best. Know, we all know who's not allowed to <laughs> follow E3 this and year. I'm furious about that now because it's <laughs> it's really it's really year. annoying. It's really funny because for, for the past like few years, we've been saying this will be a terrible one to miss because there's going to be a lot of stuff. Um, last year, you know, there was that whole question mark about whether Nintendo were going to talk about what was known as the NX back then. Mm. Uh, this year. Genuinely does seem like it's going to be big because we got the the Scorpio stuff. Is it Scorpio mm-hmm. or Scorpion? It's Scorpio. Scorpio. Why do I keep? Ne- well, I never you're an idiot. remember that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, apart from that, um, yeah, the Scorpio stuff and all the Nintendo stuff is like it, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> and James has got to trust us for a couple of hours not to bullshit our way through the I'm episode. I'm just expecting it's all going to be lies. So it's you know. <laughs> good. Yeah, should we do a whole fake E3? Yeah, every E-shot? announcement is a fake. Every announcement is a lie. Ah, <laughs> oh, we told him now. Uh, Sean, what what else is in the news? Destiny Two. There yes. was right. There was a there was a leak where it was like, oh, someone's got a poster that's got 9th of September on it. Um, and then yeah, basically, I don't know if this was intended or what. Um, but then sort of the, the official Bungie. Twitter account was it the Bungie Twitter account or the Destiny one? It's a Destiny just posted one. But a, I'm sure Bungie has done it as well. Yeah, uh, just basically a picture that says Destiny Two, and you can see what is clearly the Traveller and the city below it is all fucked and on fire. Yes, um, which I'm the, so, all the way when, up for. In the group, you turned around and went the city, but I didn't know what you were, what you meant. The, the one city, the the, 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 the city. That's all the they call it. Beneath, Destiny, the yeah. last city. Yeah, you know, you um, can look I mean, down I, at the I, tower. I, Look down and see the city beneath the beneath the ball. <laughs> oh right! Oh, oh, the city on Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, right, I, right. I feel like they've. I mean, obviously. Okay, so I'm I'm wildly speculating that like basically this is how the game starts. Like the city gets fucking attacked, and then you all have to piss off, and and it's like, oh, this is why we're basically starting again. Um, 
I feel like they've missed a trick by not just showing us the city just being a normal city. Because you know, this is a thing that I sort of moaned about with the with you know with Destiny was that it was like, yeah, we've got to do all this stuff and we've got to you know save humanity, but like you never see just normal people. And like I know it's not like a you know they weren't just going to put in an area like oh look it's just people buying bread. <laughs> But it was like it just like just you know three seconds of a cutscene just being like, and this is what humanity is up to. But isn't like, it more outside, interesting outside for them of to this leave one that? fucking tower? I, I, also, I like the, the fact that it's more. I feel it feels more interesting him to leave that. So we've seen mm. the city from afar, from the top of the tower, and it looks like yeah. a city down there. You don't know. You have, obviously you haven't seen it in the close detail. Now yeah. there's posters showing clearly a destructed city. It, I think yeah. that's interesting that we have yet to really properly see what could be in the city, and that could be like a verb again down line or DLC mm. or whatever but yeah um, th- th- this is exciting as fuck I mean I obviously yeah. love Destiny 1 uh, I-, I can't wait to, to see what they-, they reveal about Destiny 2 I mean a couple of things are, are we all assuming that the fact they've announced this, this, you know, the name and they've officially announced it are we thinking a little bit of trailer or something within the next week I mean surely they're not going to just keep this until E3 because that's the, yeah, far too long just to have an gonna... image and a million people yeah. tweeting them saying when's the, when's the announcement when, where's the game so Surely, for in the next week or two, that's when a trailer will drop, right? Yeah, you would think so. Like you say, I think it's it'd be too long to wait for E3. I think it. Yeah, definitely. Well, what yeah. makes you think it's too long? Too long for what? Uh, just because it, it just seems weird to show this now and then just be like, oh, and then we're just going to say nothing for like two, three months. Yeah. Uh, it's, I guess it's, I mean, it's I mean, way too much of a lead time. This is, hmm. you know, if they do this and leave it three, two or three months to E3, then at that point, people are like, oh, yeah, Destiny 2, we've just seen an image. Whereas if they give it a week or two, there'll be like a lot of discussion, you know, everyone going crazy on Reddit and forums and Twitter and Facebook and stuff. And then as it maybe starts to like, you know, calm down a bit, that's when they can drop the trailer and it's kept, it's kept excitement up to fever pitch. But if they drag it out yeah. for two to three months of, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's yeah. I, I mean, Rockstar drag it out like that, and no one has a moan at that. Well, no, but with Rockstar, there's a trailer at least. At least, um, well, yeah, because with um, Rockstar, they they do like loads of little trailers, don't they? Well, hold on. The, the first like really reveal consistent... for Red Dead Two was before Christmas, wasn't it? Oh, that's true. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah, a trailer. No, it was just a picture. Nothing. You saw something. No, Actually, yeah, no, because with Red Dead, there was a picture, and then a few weeks later, there was a trailer, which is yeah. Was there? Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a trailer. Yeah. How do I not remember the trailer? <laughs> Yeah, anyway. oh, I don't know. There was, were... You didn't see <laughs> anything, the, though, did you? Oh, it's just yeah. I, I, okay, yeah, yeah. You're right. I do yeah. remember. There I remember the rabbits. So yeah. So I mean, just a picture like this. It needs it needs a trailer or something else. This uh, I don't like... think it does. I, I I think that's nonsense. I I think you want a trailer, and I agree. <laughs> I want a trailer, but I don't think it needs one. We know Destiny Two is coming out at the end of the year, and it's that's like yeah, a little but, wink. Yeah, but, like, but, yeah, but, but right. what are they doing by showing this now? Yeah, I, I showing this in totally in agree with Matt. Like, what's the point of just showing a picture? And then that's it, because we already knew that it's coming out yeah, this year. Yeah, everyone knew it's coming this year. Like, it, oh, it's called Destiny 2. It's not like it even has a fancy new name. It's literally Destiny 2. This By doing this, it's doing nothing. So This has got to be the, like, <laughs> in part of a build-up. It's up. not doing nothing, yeah. is it? Because everyone went mental on, on, on Twitter and stuff. And Do you honestly think... talking about it. Yeah. If they, if, right, say there's a trailer. Say the trailer's already ready, right? Yeah. And they um, put it online at the end of the week. Mm. Like on Friday, right? The trailer goes up. What would be the difference between them bringing it, putting that up Friday and then putting it up to in two months' time? There'll be no difference. People would still go nuts. People still get excited. I, what I'm saying, I'm not arguing with you. I would prefer to see a trailer by the end of the week. That would be great. <laughs> 
I don't think it's like they have to do it. It's not. I don't think it works like that. No, they don't have to do it. But you have to like keep it in people's minds, don't you? Like over a period of time, rather than just like show one thing and then be like, "Yeah, this is coming out late in the year." It's all okay. We knew that. It's. I I don't. I I agree with Matt. I think this has got to be like the first like sort of salvo in like whatever campaign they're going to be doing. Yeah, that should be leading up to E3. Uh, well, yeah, it also I, do. Means I just don't think it's essential that they like. I don't know. Whatever. So it's a yeah. pointless argument. Um, um, okay. Yeah. My, so my, my, my second thing about that is that uh, obviously the the my main concern is it could be a Halo Two situation where you think okay, they're definitely going to Earth, they're definitely going to City, it's definitely going to happen, and then the opposite happens. I mean, I, I like to think <laughs> that that they were learnt from that, and uh, you will actually get to see what we all hope we can see, which is like you know how, how the city was destroyed, what's down there, etc. This, yeah, because it's still like occasionally I remember that like I saw you know saw early footage of Halo Two and it looked like the most unbelievable thing and then loads of it got canned, didn't it? Loads of the bits in the city where it was like you're running around like helping people and well, I <laughs> and remember it looked, looked really cool. They they like prepared a whole thing for E3, which yeah. but actually they hadn't really been working on all that. It was just right. all of that was for E3, and then then they were like, okay, we better make the game now. Yeah, like after, after <laughs> oh, makes sense. and it was like not yeah not not quite the same yeah. um I, I again i don't really give a shit about that stuff as so long as it's the uh, like what i hope they do is that they realize that the best thing about destiny one or the best in terms of gameplay the best stuff to do were uh the the um raids and you know those they did a few strikes where you had to do a little bit more than just like yeah. pepper something with bullets yeah um if there's a fuck ton of stuff on that, I don't care where it is. I don't care if it's on the seat. I don't give a shit about the storyline. I just if it plays that well and it's that interesting, then for the majority of the game, then I'm but so bang up for that. It's unreal. Yeah, it was, um, Destiny really came into its own when they started taking some of those raid elements and putting them into the strikes where you didn't have to have six people all with like an entire day free. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, and I, I hope they still have the strikes. You know, I I didn't get mm. to play all of them, but um, uh, I don't think it really matters. I, I, you know, they're not for everyone. You do need a dedicated team to get through them, but mm. um, I'm I'm glad they're there. You know, the people that do put the effort in need that reward. Uh, yeah, it sure. needs to be for those people as well uh, as well as it is for us. Do you um, think? Do you think there's any chance that there may be four man fire teams with this? Uh, I wouldn't uh, possibly, uh, but I. You're obsessed with this. It's weird. No, cause cause <laughs> it does. Than, it does need got, to be because I've got more than two other people I want to play with at a time. That's why. And yeah. It's, you know. Yeah, but yeah, what about I the people think... that have got like like eight people that they want to play with at a time? I mean, it's oh, imagine just, that. Imagine eight, eight, eight player eight. Like eight player strikes. <laughs> that'd be fucking amazing. <sighs> you guys are fucking weird. Um, it just yeah, needs to a... be scalable. Like other games have managed it. Mm. So yeah just they just need to make it so that it can react and adapt to any number of well any number but you know a reasonable range of numbers of players yeah they've also confirmed if if fire teams are still any free then that's fine but allow me to link with other fire teams so we can all go to the same instance the same patrol missions yeah even if technically it's just three of you like groups of three i can handle that but Mm. um the the uh yeah that i mean they've already confirmed that you can't carry your character over is that right yeah. you can carry over the 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 likeness but none of the other stuff i i think yeah. actual physical uh representation of your character is the thing that is getting taken over but you know 
That's yeah, I'm not. I'm not too worried about that sort of stuff. I no, because yeah, I, I spent a while on mine, and then after two seconds, I didn't see the guy anyway because he had a helmet on. So exactly. <laughs> it's sort of pointless. <laughs> Well, yeah. there's that and the fact that, you know, people say, well, what about all the stuff that I've got, all my loot, all my gear and all that sort of shit? And you just kind of think, well, what do you want? You want to just, like, have Use the, the game stuff. pretty much completed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, the, the other yeah. thing is that I didn't feel insanely connected to the character that I had because with every du- update, he'd become useless again. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. oh, God, I'm back to yeah. picking up the grey box, <laughs> the grey items, <laughs> you know? It yeah. was mad. Um but works. I mean, I, I love Destiny. I can't wait for the new one. But yeah. not much I'm, to talk about. I'm fully ready to give my body over to Bungie for another. Yeah, I, uh, Destiny was so good. I hope this is as good. And and those people thought Destiny was re- really really flawed, and it was in many aspects. But when it was good, it was it was incredible. Um, so um, can't wait to see what they reveal. I'll tell you something. When I was thinking about games that I'm looking forward to play this year, uh, I, I'd completely forgotten about that. And then until mm. that sort of leak come out, and I was like, oh my God, yeah, Destiny 2. Jesus. <laughs> the, the other this thing year. that the leaked poster um, showed is that there's going to be, well, the poster at least said that there will be a beta in June. Uh, oh, for, yeah. For you know, exclusive PS4 and stuff. So, Cool. Right. Next news item. Uh, Rezzed is this week. It's not really a news item, it's just a thing that might be worth talking about. Are you going, Dave? I d- don't know. I'd forgotten all about it. Um, <laughs> I guess so. I can go. I don't know. I- I'll look into it. I'll, I'll have a chat. Right. Uh, oh, well, that's, that's that then. Uh, yeah, I'm going uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, what are you I, um... looking forward to seeing now? Uh, do you know, I was looking at the the developer sessions. It's not a huge amount. I mean, the, the big one is uh, Ken Levine. Levine? Levine? Levine. Um, yep. is there and he's there at 12pm on Thursday when I am not there so that's that's not happening actively um, avoiding you Sean yeah yeah he's, you know, he doesn't want to risk a confrontation <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, beyond that there's nothing oh 1pm on Friday uh, you can join the digital foundry gang for the future of gaming tech um, sh- shan't be doing that. Um, there is a, there's a thing about <laughs> Sunless Skies at 3 p.m., which I'm interested in. I've never played uh, Sunless Sea. It's meant to be fucking amazing. Um, so I'll go to that. Um, there's a thing about ukulele at 3 p.m. on the Saturday. Excited about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of like what I am excited to see, I'm, so I'm, obviously the, the nice thing about Res is that you haven't heard of 95% of it. You know, that's that's what's cool about it. You just go and see loads of weird shit. Um, I am excited to have a go on Pocket Rumble, but I think it might actually be out by then because I think ah. it's out this week. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, no, just just looking forward to just going and just seeing loads of shit. Um, yeah, no, I think I think that's if 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 it if it's anything like the Rezzed section of EGX, like the norm, the normal EGX, yeah. then mm-hmm. the fun of it is just wandering up to a free PC and just seeing what's on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's and, like the and, hell's and this. Because like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was really interesting. Because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm bringing my wife. Because um, I've sort of, I've sold it to her as like, look, it's not like most games events, and it's not. It's really not. There's, you know, there's, there's nice food and and daylight. Um, and and she was saying like, yeah, but I'm shit at games, so I'm not gonna, probably not gonna play anything. And I said, yeah, but the thing is. Because it's rest, like ninety percent of the time you've got the dev sat over your shoulder anyway, and that's weird for everyone. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, it totally is. <laughs> because if you just don't think a game is very good, you're just like, oh, I don't want. Like, I don't just want to leave now because then you'll realise I've got bored. <laughs> um, but there's also that thing of like, you know, or even if you're just not very good at a game, then the devil will be like, yeah, you just need to do this. And like sometimes they obviously they're a bit frustrated with you being shit, but sometimes they're just taking notes and they're like, right, I, I haven't explained this very well. Um, so, so that's weird for everyone, you know. It's, it, but it's it's still like well worth doing. Taking um, the misses, I, I don't know, man. I couldn't take Joe. No, I can. I just, do it. I, yeah, <laughs> for starters, she'd be wanting to get out of that place as soon as possible. Uh, secondly, <laughs> I mean, I mean, have, you, have you been? You've not been to Rest, have you? No. It is. It is like so different. I mean, you probably. I know, like Joe's not really keen on games at all, is she? So, nope. you would struggle anyway, I think. But it is like it is so different to, um, like most other shows that exist. I'm just having a scan of what games are there. Uh, Antioch Scarlet Bay, which is um the new game from the people who made out there. So I'm really excited about that because it's it's a similar sort of thing, but it's two player. So it's like a, a text adventure, but it's like cooperative. Um, so I'm really intrigued to see how that works. Right. Um, Dad Quest is there. Have you seen Dad Quest? There's I a good tra- Have a look for the trailer when we're done recording. It looks great. It's where you get a bit I mean, training obviously, in short. Well, exactly. Um, but it's, it appears to be basically you play as a dad and like your your son is like basically just like a projectile. You just like chuck him around, and that's <laughs> like. <laughs> It looks really Realistic. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fast RMX is there if you if you haven't Ooh. played that already. Um, Future Unfolding's there. Yeah, Future Unfolding is there. Um, Goner is there. Angry. Which, you sound it's genuinely <laughs> angry. Oh, fucking shop. Um, no, it's, uh, it's it's an interesting one because I know we talked about this, didn't we, Dave? We were saying like it's not like as good as it is. Is it an expo game? Maybe not. No, it says. Um, it's, uh, but, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I if you're going, like, definitely, definitely give it a try. Like, because I, I know, I, I imagine a lot of people who listen to this have heard um, Dave and the rest of us talk about it, and but they are waiting for the PS4 version. So if you fancy a go, why not? And and if you see uh, the developer there, say Compute Game Show sent you, you know, yeah, for, for the quid. boys. Um, yeah. yeah, no, what I'm saying about uh, taking your other half and stuff that that mm. might obviously not quite enjoy it as much as you do Mm. the first thing that comes to my mind is when i'm playing a game Mm. right i'd be thinking oh what's she doing behind she's just behind me with the ump like just thinking (laughs) dave come on (laughs) what are you doing and you're going for two days aren't you yeah yeah. i mean the second day is is more because like more people I know are going, so it's more just to say hi to people. I think I don't think we'll be there for like a full day, yeah, on the Saturday. But um, but yeah, Goner's there. Want to play Goner? Gang Beast is there for some reason because I guess why not at this point? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so those those are Overwatch is there for some reason. Oh god, I don't, I don't know why um, they do that. It's so weird because people will queue mean, to play it. <laughs> why? It's Why? So off, it's like isn't people it? it's like who queue to play like FIFA or EGX. Like, mate, it's been out for two months. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. Um, hang around those booths, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Looking at each other. Um, um, I mean, Snake Pass is there, but I'm pretty sure that's out as well on the Friday. So are you getting that? Yeah, it looks wicked. Looks really good. Um, cool. Cinemora EX. That's a thing. Apparently, a new version of Cinemora. You ever played Cinemora? No. It was a shooter, but it was 
worked on by I think Suda Fifty One was involved. So it was fucking weird. Right, we're just we're just listing games. Just, that just no one listing cares games. About now. Just listing um, games. Okay, so cool. So, is, did you have anything else on your list for news? Uh, there was the Call of Duty thing, wasn't there? There was the Call of Duty thing, Sean. Um, World War Two, mate. Call of Duty World War Two. Kind of surprised they're not calling it Call of Duty. I have a feeling they were going to call this Call of Duty World at War Two <laughs> until Battlefield One come out, and they were like. You know, it just kind of felt <laughs> like the focus of that was this is World War One. Yeah. So I think they probably sat down and went, actually, how do we make this more clear that this is World War Two mm. rather than World at War Two or whatever? But um, mm. yeah, I am very happy. This sounds weird, right? Because I was looking at some of the images and the sort of the leaked uh, promo material and stuff, and it's that thing again, isn't it, that we had during Battlefield One, where it was kind of like. Ah oh, man, this is just a lot of people died in that. You know, <laughs> it's you know how sensitive should we be about all this sort of stuff? Um, and then, but then at the same time, we've played World War Two games loads, haven't we? So whatever. Yeah. Um, I it looks you know I'm I'm happy that it's going back to that era. Definitely, it needed to. I think that that, that series got so stale. Um, that uh, they. I mean, they've to tried though. I mean, I, I haven't played a Call of Duty game in a while now, but it, from from the outside, it looks like they have tried. Tried what? Uh, the last just one to wasn't make that it bad. interesting, and it was all right. I enjoyed it. It was. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but it was all right. Yeah. It was better um, than. It was better than Black Ops. I thought, like Black Ops Three. I think it was because I. I it seemed to have been caught in a loop. You know, for me anyway, it was kind of like, okay, right, we've done the future stuff now. What are we going to do? Oh, more yeah. future stuff. And and the worry was that, you know, once they'd done this future stuff, they'd established gameplay mechanics that could only be done in this sort of futuristic setting. So mm. is that it now? Is Call of Duty a sci-fi game? Like, is that where we're going from here? Mm. Um, so I'm kind of glad that they're, they're, they're breaking that and, and going back to World War Two. Be really interested to see what they do with the multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. it needs. Sorry, I mean, you know me. I'm, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not bothered, am I? <laughs> but no, I, like, it's, it's interesting. They wouldn't make this decision without being quite confident that they've got something else to say about World War Two. You know. So, yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued to see what they think they can do now that they haven't done with the previous yeah th- th- this is duty definitely game. enough to get me excited about Call of Duty again because I was just truly bored of the futuristic stuff but um, mm-hmm. yeah I'm I'm really excited to see where they go because obviously in Battlefield 1 it went for much more of a uh, narrative experience um, so mm. I, 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 I'm going to I, I wonder if the Call of Duty one will, will be much much more cinematic or it's going to go back to basics or, or what yeah I think we're going to get an old school Call of Duty campaign with fancy graphics, I don't think they're going to do anything special with. I'd be happy with that. The setting of them, because but because Battlefield, remember, didn't really follow. Uh, it was what was it described as a sort of alternative universe of World War One or whatever. It was weird, <laughs> um, and you know, as good as the single player was compared to previous Battlefield games, it still wasn't really up to standard. It was all about the multiplayer. Um, so I'd be interested. And I still know a lot of people that just play Call of Duty for the single player and then trade it in like a, a month later. Uh, so yeah, yeah, interested to see what comes out of that one. Right, should we get on to what we've been playing this week? Yes. Yeah. Uh, should I start? Yeah. I haven't started want. for a while. Um, 
so uh, the main game I have been playing this week is Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm. Um, it, just, you know, it is broken, it is a mess, it is um, <laughs> uh, glitchy as fuck. I mean, it's a total joke, it should never be released. I'm bloody enjoying it though, Sean. I'm bloody <laughs> enjoying it. I genuinely can't stop playing it and I, I get really excited to go back to it. Um, and, uh, you know, let, let me keep... It's so clearly released before it's supposed to. Um, yeah. I mean, so clearly. There's some real, real weird shit. Um, like, have you had it where you're walking down a hill and your feet clip below the surface? Oh, and no, I haven't had that. And he sort of move I've, properly. I've, like, run down some stairs and, and my guy sort of does, like, weird sort of mid-air squats. <laughs> yeah, I've had that as well. <laughs> That's good. I mean, there's all that stuff in there. There's... there's some really weird, you know, all the facial animations we've all seen. Um, the game almost, uh, I almost found a game-breaking bug in it. Uh, what had happened was on the uh, first or second, James, before you go mental, um, uh, planet that I went to, uh, I, I was in that buggy thing. What's it called? The Nomad. And I don't understand the settings for the mo- Nomad. All of a sudden, it was just like being blown up out of nowhere. And it blew up and killed me. And then the game just wouldn't reload. It was like really struggling to reload. And then I left it for 10 minutes to load. It like, no, that was it. I did a hard reset on my Xbox, waited 10 minutes for it to load. It finally went in and blew up straight away again. And I was like, oh, fuck, because it's just load, loaded the latest checkpoint. So it must have checkpointed just before it blew up. Um, and then uh, eventually I managed to hold down Y as it was loading. Uh, sorry, B, as it was loading, and uh, um, Ryder managed to jump out just before it exploded, so I was, I was all right with that. Um, so I, it's just weird stuff like that. About it. Does it, because, I mean, see, the thing is, I played it up to, like, the Nexus, and I started doing stuff there, and as I said last week, I found it a bit kind of dull and boring. What did you think of that, or does it improve, or what's what do you feel? I like the story. I mean, I, I think the dull stuff comes from the fact that the... Um, I mean, we'll get to the story in a minute, James. I'll, I'll come back to that because we, we let me just get this this stuff out of the way uh, first. The, the sort of negative stuff and the stuff that stops it from being like a you know really good game. Because um, you've got there's there's also things that are just like really cheap. There's a real cheap feeling to it where it feels like there was still some work to be done there. Um, like for example, ammo boxes and health packs. I mean, the, there's no. It, they're literally just crates with little glowing lights above them that you, mm. if you walk near, you just get your ammo back. Like that, just for me, that just felt like, wow, this is like, that's like a PS2 era mechanic, isn't it? Where you just, you're wandering over to this thing, suddenly you got full ammo. It just felt really old school. And um, there's also uh, the, uh, like, you know, when you travel around the Nexus, yeah. you go by those, that weird sort of monorail thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, in all the other Mass Effect games, you go up to like a the the station, you press a button, and it says, "Okay, where do you want to go? Do you want to go here, there, or there?" And you choose, and you go. On this one, they've just separated all those options out, like next to each yeah. other. So you've got <laughs> the main console, and then mm. two little buttons that you press either side of it that just sort of float in midair to go to different. It just feels really sort of like they've done that just because they were working on it. And they never got round to just like finishing it off, and um, and it really does feel like a, something that has been released way too early. 
Uh, and I mean, they were saying about the facial animations as well that the idea with uh, what was it? It was someone that used to work on the Mass Effect games. That when it comes to facial animation with these games, it's sort of an algorithm that they go back to and and sort of touch up when they've got the time. And they clearly yeah. didn't have the time to do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, Bioware have already said they're working on the facial animations. So I think there's going to be a, a, some huge patches come coming out during this year, which is a shame because. I'm playing it now. You know, I don't want to play it at the end of the year. Yeah. I'm playing it now. Um, but with with all that stuff aside, because that's been covered everywhere by everyone. I mean, you know, wherever you see Mass Effect Andromeda stuff, it's talking about the same stuff about how you know the animations are fucked and the the voice acting is like really bad and stuff like that. There's just something about it that just has gripped me, and I I don't even know if it's the main story it's certainly not the characters that get at the moment there's a couple of characters that i like and i'm interested in but nowhere near as many as there were in mass effect 2 or 3 um and i don't i think it's just the main theme of it that you're in the middle of nowhere in this galaxy and you're going from planet to planet and the planets are all really beautiful and there's plenty of stuff to do in there um i like my quest log is massive now and i've got no problem just following the quest lines because i want to mm. see what happens next um and yes it's true that the story in mass effect 2 and 3 i didn't play one all the way through that's why i'm not including that um were, were a lot better a lot more engaging um but that's not to say that this is shit it's just that it's um, not as good as those games, and th- th- those games were excellent. You know, there's there's mm. no getting around it. I, I suppose it is a little bit frustrating. Um, I've heard a lot of places recently sort of compliment the combat, um, and like especially the uh, video gamer uh, podcast was talking about how it's the best combat uh, that's ever been in a Mass Effect, and I'm like, no, it really isn't. Mm. Like Mass Effect Two made it a lot better. Mass Effect Three made it really good like the combat in mass effect 3 was cracking in this it just feels like real sort of dated shallow combat you know i'm mm. I'm really not feeling it the way i was feeling uh, the mass effect yeah, games before. like i've considered knocking the difficulty down because i've just what are you playing like on it, now it's just on normal yeah see i'm on normal i'm not having too many problems um, it's not even having problems. I'm just like I like I'm occasionally dying, and I'm just like well, I'm not even like that satisfied when I you know do a battle really well. <laughs> like I'm just <laughs> yeah, like, it's I'm true. Just getting through it, and then she's like this may as well just be on the easiest difficulty, and I'll just be James Bond in space. Yeah, there's absolutely no satisfaction with the combat at all. But um, uh, we'll see because I'm still early doors. I'm I'm about ten hours in, um, maybe okay. a little bit over. Uh, and I am taking things very slow. Like I'm, what, yeah. what what the things I do like is the um, the way that the quests are set out. So you've got your journal with all your quests quests in, and you can select which one you want to follow at the time. But there's also when you go into your map on a planet, it it works out which ones like what. what missions you've got on that planet and just dots mm. them around as you're looking at the map and you can yeah. go right okay i'm near that one so let me go and do that mission um and i've been doing a lot of that just spending a lot of time on one planet and and uh just ticking off missions basically and i'm not getting bored i'm genuinely not getting bored and the missions are not exactly um doing anything that you know people say oh they fetch quests and stuff and they kind of are but there's enough there. There's something in there, whether it's an interaction with a new character or or just the the 
banter building up between the team, you know, any of that sort of stuff. That's keeping me going and, and making me want to continue with what I'm doing. Um, at no point have I thought, right, I'm, I'm going to beeline for the main quest now because I'm getting, I'm getting bored. I'm not getting bored. There's always something to collect and do. And I haven't worked out all the systems yet. I'm, I'm starting to get my head around how things work. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on what I should like, you know, you can invest on research or what was it? Research or development or something. Um, oh, yeah, I'm not yeah. quite sure what all that stuff's about. I, yeah, that's sort sure. of, it's a bit needlessly complicated, isn't it? Like you have to research things to get the blueprints and then you have to actually build them once you've researched yeah, you them. It's like, mate, just give me one. That. Yeah. It's like, just give me one cost to just have the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's lo- there's loads of stuff like that as well. I'm I was really mm. surprised to see the amount of um, free to play sort of mechanics that's in it. You know, I mean, mm. have you seen the was it the strike missions? Oh, the have apex t- missions. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so you can either play them in multiplayer mode or send a team out to try and do them for you, like yeah. a, a team of AI, and then it says we'll come back in three hours and see how you got on and so i've just yeah. been doing that like setting those off and um you know it's that's that sort of stuff but uh yeah I, I i don't know what to tell you i mean i i i see so many people laying into the game understandably so because there's so much wrong with it um but for me it kind of reminds me of mass effect one i mean remember mass effect one was well fucking terrible apart from the story no, it, um, wasn't, it wasn't that bad it was the combat was absolutely yeah, yeah, the co- shocking. The combat was terrible. The, you but, know, yeah. all of the waiting in lifts and all of that stuff. It wasn't a great game. The Mako stuff was a, a, awful. Um, Mako, yeah. Mako, whatever. Um, but I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, from what I've heard, Mass Effect, uh, the original Mass Effect, the story on that was was incredible, and the, the yeah. story in this mm. is n- nowhere near incredible. <laughs> so, Dave, but. What- what it is about this then is it's really you're enjoying basically being in the world like in the the environment yeah, and in that the kind unit, of thing yeah absolutely yeah. i mean you've because yeah. you, you've kind of said like you said you know you don't like the characters the stories you're not interested in no i wouldn't say i wouldn't like bad. the characters there, there, there are a few characters that i like and i find that i can just keep to interacting with those people mm-hmm. like i i, I kind of like pb I, although she's a little bit like hey yeah i'm the cool dude um and and uh, <laughs> uh is it cora and yeah. even Ryder. i think Ryder's had a, a bad um uh he's got a bad rep for, or she has got a bad rep for um I, I don't really understand why because i i think in my game anyway they've come out with some very like in like funny lines and acting i, I maybe it's the way i'm playing him but I, I i tend to use the the um what, what what's the uh, the the sort of crazy replies bottom left um oh, i use you? a lot of those I, f- I find they're really naff Really, I I, I yeah. find them to be some sort of like I don't know. It seems like it's revealing the sort of human behind this sort of robot character. Every every time else <laughs> it's just like this is whereas those ones it gives a little bit of humanity behind them, and that, that, I, yeah. I I quite like that. Um, yeah, what do you think of that new the new conversation system compared to the Renegade Paragon system before, Sean? I mean, they they definitely needed to do something with it because it got so like. You know, with the old ones, you just well, I'm I'm a paragon, so I'm always going to pick the paragon option. Um, and it was too easy to do that. Like sometimes, you know, you wouldn't even be reading what the dialogue choice was. You'd just be like, well, I'm not sure what I actually think here. Um, but so I'm just going to push up, and that'll be the paragon option. <laughs> like there was never any sort of ambiguity there. So this sort of works in that you know your, your four options are just sort of four sort of attitudes towards things. But then I've not. 
um as far as i've seen i've not had any opportunity to like be a dick um not that i would take that option but the you know the the choice of not being a dick is meaningless when you haven't got the choice to be a dick you know um yeah. so like all the answers are like say sort of yeah so you got your your funny one your sort of militaristic duty bound one um your level headed rational one and your sort of emotional one right um yeah something like that yeah yeah and i think i, I think it basically works pretty well um it apparently it think, does sort of track which responses you generally go for right i've not seen i assume that's in a that's in a stat screen somewhere um the idea is yeah you, your responses sort of build up and and you know it like gives you a sense of who this character is over time i think there's um advantages and disadvantages of the new system like mm-hmm. the old system people saying oh it's too binary and blah 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 and and, and yeah. they're right but you also had a sense of what your character was like in that game you've got a much better sense of what shepherd was like mm. your shepherd was like than than you ever will with Ryder because it's mm. although it is binary and it's are you a good guy or are you a bad not not so much a bad guy but like yeah. you know it's, it's results you know, oriented rather than yeah <laughs> yeah and it, and and i i felt i knew that character's motivation a lot better than i do Ryder because you can't get a sense of what's like where he's coming from like when i press mm. press paragon he's doing the understanding you know sort of liberal role here when i yeah. uh, use renegade it was like okay right <laughs> i see what type of guy this is and um <laughs> that that has its advantages because you you feel that you know the character's motivations a lot more clearer than you do in this one. Um, however, in this one, I do feel that I'm switching it up a hell of a lot more. Um, yeah. And I'm getting um, sort of a more... very He's not just one or the other. So, and uh, you know, there seems to be a lot more choices in what you can say and do rather rather than what, what there was in the previous games. Um, mm. So, yeah, I... I, I I wouldn't mind if it went back, but I'm quite happy for it to stay, if you know what I mean. I don't think one's yeah. better than the other. Um, um, they do both do have you think that the, um, the wonky animations and whatnot are, uh, will mean that you're, way, you're far less emotionally invested in the story? Like, do you find yourself caring a lot less than, say, you would have done the Mass Effect 2, or after a while do you just forget and actually you think that if there's a good story, you'll still be swept along with it? You see, I, I was worried about this. Um... I'm not massively invested in anyone yet, but I don't think the animations are anything to do with it. I think they're just not that interesting yet. Um, like I've I've had a chat with some of my crew now, and there's like a couple who sort of looking forward to having more. Comp- like they've got interesting backgrounds, but none of them are. You know, Mass Effect one to three, there were characters that were just like a joy to listen to. Um, like they just seemed like inherently interesting people. Whereas this, it's like. You know, they they've got interesting backgrounds, but they're not actually sort of lively, entertaining characters to listen to. Um, but I, the, there's one in particular that I I'm really enjoying talking with. The I can't remember her name. Um, the Turian who works on your ship and can be part of your team. Dave, do you know what I mean? Turian. Uh, which race is that? What they look like? The the sort of. The ones with like the exoskeleton on them, not the the Krogan, but the oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I don't know the name of that one. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't remember the name. She's though. cool. Um, 
But then you sort of you get you like when she's the only character I'm enjoying talking to, and then the romance options start appearing. <laughs> they all over it, Sean. All yeah, over yeah. it. Um, but like, I'm I'm really enjoying the setting. Like, you know, when they announce that it's like, yeah, it's 600 years in the future, and you you're like this ship where everyone was frozen and and then sent off to another galaxy to go exploring, and you're like, okay, that was a, a decision necessitated by the fact that you know because of the way Mass Effect Three ended, and of course it needed a fresh start. Like, but uh, like, as writers, they have taken that and really worked with it. Like, there's some really smart like you know just weird sci-fi stuff going on um just in terms of i mean for one thing you've got people just talk like you know you'll just be walking around there'll just be idle conversations like yeah like you know i i've just woken up and for me 10 minutes ago as far as my friends and family are concerned i just died like (laughs) because that was 600 years ago and they got on this ship and everyone they knew was like, well, we'll never see them again. And by the time they wake up, we'll all, we'll all be long dead. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah shit, that's weird. <laughs> and then there's the thing, you know, like part of the whole game is that we've got all these people frozen, but we can't just thaw everyone out instantly because there's nowhere for them to live. Um, so your your job is to, you know, create these habitats and stuff. And then it's like, and then you get to choose what the function of each habitat is and therefore who gets yeah unfrozen and it's like and it's like oh yeah shit because and there's people who are like well i've been unfrozen because i do this job but my wife's still in storage because she she hasn't been chosen to be thawed out yet and it's like oh yeah that's horrible um and those these are the decisions i'm making um and that's cool i like that stuff well, that's it, because I, I, I was thinking, um, I mean, it's, it's not really a spoiler now, I, I guess, but Ryder has got a twin, and um, mm. there's like the, they, there's a, a bit of dialogue where they say, oh, no, my twin was the uh, was female, uh, yeah. and Ryder said, oh, you know, I was uh, born a few minutes after the, yeah. the uh, my twin and i just kind of think yeah but now you're older <laughs> like you're a few days older <laughs> than your twin because uh she's gonna wake up and she hasn't aged and you have a couple of days yeah. so or however i don't I, she's still in storage for me but yeah. um yeah and the other I, thing just quickly I, I, I won't spoil it but i thought the reveal of the nexus was really cool as well like when you get to it and you're thinking yeah she's gonna be like the citadels you know this is gonna be wicked um and it's not quite what's fine. <laughs> yeah, that, that, but that again, pre- not in like a, ah, everything's fucked, it's all shit sort of way. It's just, again, it's just smarter than that um, and just quite believable. And yeah, it's good. Yeah, it it does some really smart things. I mean, you were saying about how, you know, it's the setting it does, like the writers have, have done well with it. They've, there's mm. also, you know, the obvious, oh, come on, like that wouldn't <laughs> happen stuff, but you can easily overlook that, like oh, how everyone speaks English all of a sudden, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they live 600 million light years away or whatever it was. And mm. yet at the same time, they're all just chatting, <laughs> using like <laughs> phrases and all that sort of stuff. Um yeah, and it, it's, it's, have you been to the the planet with the new uh, race yet? No, not yet. 
okay that that bit's pretty good but also at the same time you kind of roll your eyes through the little things that you just kind of oh this just happens to have here's (laughs) here's a planet that we're landing on for the first time there's a crate of ammo that fits our weapons (laughs) you know all of that sort of shit um but again you have to take everything with a pinch of salt to look through it and i totally understand why some people can't because this game's full Mm. of that shit Mm. um but but i i'm just one of these people that that stuff doesn't really great me it doesn't really bother me um so you know i i get over that stuff uh but going back to the good stuff like there's the pilot of the ship there's two pilots this time where it's just joker before um there's a torian i think no the no, solarian, solarian and yeah. um and a human and the, the it was really interesting the way it done it because i think the human pilot is probably the most interesting character i've come across so far and yeah. um, she talks to you about how she's a very religious person and how mm. that really is you know conflicting with the fact that she's a scientist at heart you know uh judging her faith against you know science and stuff has, has been a big struggle with her and then i had a conversation with her and she said well what do you think do you believe in you know god are you a religious person and i was in a situation where i was thinking i don't want to be rude because she's done nothing <laughs> wrong so i just kind of thought yeah no it's it's, it's possible you know there's a possibility of it or whatever but i selected that option and then the conversation seemed to steer like as if okay riders like a priest <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> i i didn't mean to do that but um later in the game she sends you an email that that was really cleverly worded to say to sort of so if i had made that choice as a religious person it would have spoken to me but i did it out of kindness and not actually my character i didn't think my character was religious i was Mm. just not being a dick um Mm. and it also spoke to that as well the way it was worded sort of worked for both sides and i kind of thought oh phew the game hasn't just put this halo above my head Um, (laughs) it it is actually um it understood what i was going for even though it didn't come out that way or or that i was worried it was coming out that way um yeah i i don't know man i I, I've, I'm hoping it, I'm not just being tricked into the fact that I love the first, uh, well, Mass Effect 2 and 3, um, and that I'm clinging on to that as I'm going into this game. Um, I, I am as equally disappointed as everyone else on the internet that this game's been released in this state. I think it's needed mm. a, a lot longer um, uh, to be worked on before it was released, and I think it's a great shame that it's come out in this state. Um, but at the same time, I, I again, I've said this about a few games... I would be lying to you if I was saying that I don't like this game. I'd mm. be lying to you if I was saying that I'm struggling to get through it because I'm just not. Like, I, I want to play it every chance I get. I'm really enjoying what I'm playing, and it's weird, man. I, 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 I'm i loving it at the moment, um, which is, I don't know, maybe it's not the... But I, I mean, if you read a lot of opinions on the internet and stuff, there are a fair few people that are saying, once you get fast past that, you know, first five five to ten hours, it really does start sinking back into Mass Effect. You know, you, mm. you, you I, maybe it's just you getting used to how janky everything is and how broken the animation is. Um, and I think, uh, going back to your question, Matt, I, I think, um, that initially does jar you and and wind you up, but then you totally overlook it. And I, I, I find it very easy to overlook that stuff and and enjoy what's actually there. Um. But but to me, it it feels like Mass Effect One quality in terms of you know all that sort of 
shit, all that stuff that feels cheap and it's as if it's a brand new series. Uh, like the, the Mass Effects 1, 2 and 3 never existed and they're starting from scratch. And I think if mm. that was the case, people would not be going mental the way they are. Rightly so, I'm not criticising people that are doing that. Um, uh, but I, I, I think people would more be looking at this saying, actually, there's something here. I can't wait for the next one. Okay, this mm. hasn't nailed it, but there's something here. I'm looking forward to the next one. You see, so, I, I can completely understand what you mean with this because this is kind of the relationship that I had with Shamu actually, like the, the first one in particular, because even though at the time there was a lot of things that were groundbreaking about it, there was also a lot of things which were a mess and a lot of people that, mm-hmm. you know, took the mickey out of it and everything, especially for the voice acting and everything. But... I still really enjoyed it because I still wanted to experience that sort of environment and everything. And I still wanted to sort of try and engage with it as much as I could. And I I still ended up loving it. And it's like, even though maybe, maybe flawed, but you know, you can still end up loving something. Yeah, yeah, I think there, there are games where, like, yeah, like you say, like, okay, the voice acting is shit or the animation's shit or whatever, but you, I think sometimes the the ideas behind it yeah, more sort of that. shine through yeah. and you start to sort of you just sort of, like you just accept like right this is this is the game's vocabulary if you will like these are the game's limitations but you know it, it doesn't stop you communicating interesting things it's just yeah there's just that period of adjustment where you're like right it's not literally a a film <laughs> but it's that kind yeah. of like, you know, I want to believe. And it's like, yeah. but there's just enough there that it can actually hook you so you can. And that's yeah. that's a good thing. It's really good when that happens. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's got that mass effect thing that I think that I like most about these games in that you do a mission and it's not just okay on to the next mission. What, what, the, the mass effect sort of way is that you do a mission, you go back to your ship, everyone talks about that mission you've just been on. You know, it's mm. a big thing. It's not just mm. a, okay, next mission, it's a big thing. Uh, you've all got new dialogue cl- choices with your characters. You can look in to see what they thought about your decisions during that mission, and um, you can have a conversation with it. Then the conversation goes on to what your next mission is. So you go in with a little bit of context and say, okay, right, okay, this is important because of this, this is important because of that. You go do that mission, repeat. You go back to your ship, find out what everyone thought about that mission. It feels like everything you do is an event within that game. And although yeah. it's not it, it's terribly exciting to play through, or, you know, it's, it's a bit frustrating in times, especially things like Sudoku puzzles and stuff. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter because when you're back on that ship and you're having your downtime and you're doing your RPG, you know, chatty stuff, it all relates to what you've just done and what you're mm-hmm. doing next. That's why it works, and that's what keeps me. They're like mini episodes, you know. You've got yeah. the, you know, I'll often land on a planet and then stop playing, and then start up again on that new planet. Hear about what I've had next. So, so the cutoff point is the build up to the mission, and then you start doing the mission, and then you know, go from there. Um, yeah, and and that's got this in this game. You know, you, everything you do. You, it changes where you go back to your hub um and that's what's keep i think that's what's keeping me playing more than anything else um and i hope that that sort of maintains that uh i can't see me putting it down anytime soon definitely um, yeah it's like like bioware games have always had that 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 sort of cycle as you say where you go out on your missions and then you come back to like essentially your house 
with all these little rooms in it and and things start growing and changing and the people in them start saying new things and and it's it feels like it's as much about managing that house or spaceship or castle or whatever it is if it's you know dragon age or mass effect or whatever and it's that yeah it's that sense of sort of nurturing something of your own as well as going out and saving the galaxy it's yeah souls souls games have a touch of that where Wherever you yeah. do anything in that game, you want to talk to people to hear the new not new dialogue and see see yeah. what's happening. Um, mm. But the problem with that is that a lot of it is kind of hidden, and um, you don't get that sense of them reacting to what you're doing. Whereas in in by well in Mass Effect games, you you definitely do, um, and that's mm. actually a lot more important for the series than than people think. That's a that's a big part of what people love about it, I think anyway. Mm. It's a big part of what I love about it, put it that way. Yeah. Um, it also um goes straight in with like some characters just being well racist. <laughs> they don't pull any punches on that. I don't think front, I've think. caught any of that yet. Oh you're not? Okay. I I won't I don't know, it's not really a spoiler. No go um, on, crack on. Uh Tan, who's like the guy in charge of the, the next Yeah, I know Tan. Yeah, you'd get him talking about the Krogans. Fuck me. It's oh, bad. really? Yeah. <laughs> but, right, and, and, you know, there was a... And I had a little twinge of, like, you know, my Commander Shepard would not fucking put up with this, whereas Ryder's like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. No, it's, that's good. I like it. Um, um, how many hours did you put into the previous ones? Is this, like, a 100-hour game, or do you think you're, you're going to rinse it in 50? no idea how big this one is to be honest like, like dave says there's a lot of side quests that people are like oh it's just busy work and there's probably some truth to that um but then dragon age inquisition had a lot of that and i loved it so maybe i'm not in a position to criticize yeah i mean mass effect <laughs> games used to be around 40 to 50 hours weren't they they, they, they weren't yeah. like 100 hour games and no, i mean no. they had stuff that you could definitely um spend time doing but you'd very rarely you know once you were ready you were ready to just plow on to the end um i found that a lot of the side quest stuff happened early on and then the further you get into it the more you you sort of just go okay right Mm -hmm. let's get Mm -hmm. to the end now um so i I mean hopefully this is the same because i I don't i can't do 100 hours uh (laughs) but but for what this is um yeah and i will say one thing that the new galactic map is absolutely atrocious yeah yeah i mean they changed the music for one thing that's that's the one thing you don't mess with in mass they had to I, see sake. i think the music's okay i think the music does about as good as it can do because there's no way you yeah. could get the same effects from it but at the same yeah. time it's quite understated to not just go look i'm different i'm trying to be as <laughs> epic but i'm different yeah no i know what you mean like replacing that music is an impossible task um yeah. the soundtrack in general is fine um I feel like the original trilogy, like the soundtrack had like a real identity to it that was really unique to Mass yeah, Effect, but did whereas you, this could be anything. Did you feel that playing through Mass Effect 1 from the get-go, or was that yeah, something yeah. that came from hours of playing? And maybe- no, that was that was like the very first intro sequence, where the, as the, the scrolling text and then the, like, as the synths come in, as the, the logos revealed, I was like, fuck, this is amazing. Um, and it's stuck with that. I mean, less so with Mass Effect 3, I guess, because they brought fucking Clint Mansell in. Um, for some reason, because um, had some money to spend, I guess. But, yeah. um, Although that opening theme tune to Mass Effect Three was fantastic. I that's was, true. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. I don't know. I really. Um. Uh, at the moment, nothing's <laughs> sorry, stick, sticking out as bad. That. I've taken the piss out of the the Inception blam noise. 
but actually Mass Effect 3 is the only justified use of that ever yeah, because because it mirrors that mad noise that the Reapers made. So yeah, actually, hey, Sean, it was a smart reference. Sean, you know when you're scanning <laughs> galaxies in the gal- galaxy map, did yeah. you also, like when I first started doing it, I was like, hold on, <laughs> can't do this too often, otherwise that horrible sound turns up again. Yes. Because like in Mass Effect 3, if you did that too often, the Reapers showed up. And it was like, yeah, yeah, Whoa. it was really unpleasant. Was like, <laughs> um, yeah, similar. Um, no, with the with the galactic map, all I say is that at first you're like, "Wow, this is really cool." The way it zooms in and moves on to the next planet, but then mm-hmm. when you realise that you actually want to zip around to planet to planet as quick as you can, just to mop up uh, like and collect things, and yeah. all of a sudden you're like, "Oh my god, it's like a fucking cutscene!" Like that gets old <laughs> really quickly. Uh, it's yeah. like when you first like when you're exploring the ship for the first time, and you know some of the doors take a second to open because obviously it's <laughs> yeah. loading, and when you're first exploring, you can give a shit but when you're just trying to run around and talk to people it's like a door taking two full seconds to open is like the worst thing that's ever <laughs> yeah. happened to you yeah <laughs> it's a right pain in the ass um yeah. yeah buggy mess but i, I i'd be mm. lying if i said i didn't enjoy it and then when it comes to reviewing a game like this you have to go look i'm enjoying this like so it's probably going to get a higher score than you've seen in most places but at the same time <laughs> be aware that if any of this shit irritates you, you you should absolutely not play this game. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm glad I don't have to, you know, put together some sort of coherent argument about whether or not it's good because because <laughs> everything I say about it is just all over the place. And yeah, I'm I'm glad I'm not reviewing it in any capacity. I'm just saying shit I mean, into a microphone. No, <laughs> there's, there's no doubt that I'm disappointed because yeah. Mass Effect is a very important series to me. Mass Effect 2 is one. Yeah, yeah. It is definitely in my top 10 games of all time. Yeah. Um, and to feel that they... Ha- like, uh, there's... Uh, I was listening to Glixel today and they were saying... I know we talk about them a lot, but it just so happens that we record on the day that they're um, that I listen to their show. Um, that I, I They were saying, oh, it feels like a start. It feels like Assassin's Creed 1, you know, and hopefully Assassin's Creed 2, that was so much better. Maybe hopefully the next Mass Effect will be much. And I was just kind of thinking, yeah, but there was three games and where two of them, they got so much right. You know, yeah. and, and all that stuff they got right in Mass Effect 2 and 3, it feels like they've just... It's gone now, and they're starting from Mass Effect One again. That's mm. the disappointment. That's the frustration. It's kind of like, yeah, like why? There's, why there's why been... does the combat feel so worse? Why does all these little nitpicky stuff things like coming? I mean, why does Addison exist? I mean, how yeah, was that got, even oh, she's recorded? The worst. It's yeah. <laughs> what an incredible character! I, I tweeted that easily the funniest gaming character of all time. It really is because <laughs> the the. The voice acting is atrocious. The script is even worse. The yeah. the animation worse so on Addison than any other character in the game. It's yeah. unbelievable, like unbelievable. <laughs> I, I I'm kind of hoping that at the end of the game, she gets shot, and you <laughs> like sparks fly out of the hole, and you find out it's a robot. Like I, that's what it feels like. It's yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy yeah. how bad that character is. <laughs> You you met Ad- for those of you that haven't played the game. Addison is the one that you would have seen the meme of. Uh, I'm my sorry, my face is tired. Like <laughs> it's like that all the way through. When she gets angry at you, it's the same robotic delivery of every line. It's crazy. It's mad. Yeah. But there yeah. you go. There you go. Uh, you can play this eventually, uh, James. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely want to play it. I think you can look past it. You you're you're used to playing. 
like you're you i know you're very negative but genuinely <laughs> if you can get into a game like you can look past this stuff can't you oh, always yeah i mean i've yeah. played loads of games like that i'm surprised you haven't bought it already james surely you've got another week before your wife gets back so you should be getting on a credit card now <laughs> no, it's uh, it's all on the Persona Five at the moment. So, nope. oh yeah, we'll yeah. get there. Um, okay, the other game I've been playing is Rocket League, and I've got a reason to talk about it this time. The uh, new mm. game mode, uh, Drop Shot, I think it's called, is out. Um, uh, finally, a uh, a mode that's brilliant <laughs> on Rocket League. <laughs> so they had hoops, which was okay. You know, it wasn't brilliant in my opinion. They had ice hockey, which was terrible. Uh, they had the power up one. What was it called, Matt? Rumble. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what it's called, but that was brilliant. You liked it. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, I how just, much did you play of that mode, though? Bit, really? I, I, about ten games, mm. and I just kind of got like uh, it, it really, d- it really kicks about eleventh game. Um, it's a shame. <laughs> shame. Eleventh shame. game. This one totally changes everything. It's really good fun uh, and really tactical. So you're in a sort of uh, hexagonal court. Uh, there's a line down the middle and uh, the floor's covered in hexagons. It's all about controlling the ball. If you touch the ball, it turns to your team's colour. If that ball bounces on your side when it's your team's colour, then nothing happens. If it bounces on their side, it damages the floor. And eventually you break the floor open and to score a goal you've got to put the ball in the hole that you've created on the floor and so the tactics all become oh my god the ball's on our side someone touch it quick so it turns out color and it doesn't damage our floor uh to right the ball's on their side it's their color get a quick touch on it to damage their floor and all that sort of stuff um and Mm. it just feels really good the only problem is you really have to know how to fly in that game. I say problem. I'm going to play this a lot more because I need to learn how to fly better. I, I'm starting to get the hang of it now. Um, but but uh, that game mode is, is is just made for people to fly. Put it this way, Matt. Next time we play, I wouldn't have the ump if you said, let's give uh, Drop Shop a sh- shot. Yeah, I'll go uh, I still haven't played that mode. But, uh, well up for that. Very clever. It's very clever. And I, I'm playing so much Rocket League now. It's... Uh, yeah, I, I I bought it on Xbox this week, so uh, just go on. I really need another system to play it on. So uh, yeah, now yeah. I, I'm glad I gave them money. Obviously, so. I got it obviously originally on PS Plus, so it's good to to give them some extra money because they bloody deserve it. Yeah, and I had to apologise to Matt. We played it on Xbox on Friday night, wasn't it, Matt? Yeah. And um, yeah, I was not I was not in a good mood that night, and it did not help Rumpy the fact Dave. that Matt was. <sighs> Matt was fucking shit that night and it really wound me up, so... Um, it wasn't a good night for anyone. That was the problem, though. No, I mean, I wasn't doing well, I'll give you that, but at the same time, I wasn't reaching for snacks while the game was going on. They were next uh, to me. <laughs> nor, nor was I putting the ball into the box. <laughs> like I was putting the ball into the box and seeing you following me up behind me down the side, and I'm thinking, Matt, just either stay in goal or get in the fucking box some. What are you... Pl- oh, Let's not. I... We lost 8-2 one game, was it, I think? (laughs) Fucking frustrating. Don't do it, Matt. Don't do the joke. Right. Uh, Who's going next? Let's go with Matt. So uh, I played a few games this week. I mean, um, still playing Zelda, of course. Um, I've opened all towers. Uh, Still haven't started my second Divine Beast, but uh, I'm going to do that. Although I'm going to send my Switch off repair later this week. So... um, are you doing that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm off for the rest of the week with work, but tomorrow I'm off and it's just me. 
uh, I suppose uh, my wife and Eddie uh, for later in the week. So last day was switched tomorrow properly, and I'll send it off on Thursday, probably kissing goodbye my 50-odd hours in Zelda. But, you know, if it comes back and I lost a save, I'm still going to restart the game, obviously, because it's amazing, and I'll just I'll just race for it a little bit quicker. But, yeah, I've opened all the, all the towers. It's just amazing to reverse in the landscape. Um, and, yeah, I'm 50 hours, and I still haven't even done second uh, second boss. But uh, I'm going to play a bit of that. Bit, a little bit of that tomorrow. Um, I've also obviously it's looking likely. It's looking likely that in the next week or so I'll be getting one. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a little <laughs> glimmer of hope. Uh, so I might be able to join the Zelda chat. And if there's one thing this podcast needs, it's more Zelda chat. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, I, I mean, uh, will we be talking about the Zelda more than Tights Two? I still think that's probably we, we already record. have. We already no have. No way. Man. No, no, we definitely have not done that. No way. Oh, in terms of minutes spoken about, absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. Maybe not in terms of hyperbole, but definitely, yeah, maybe in terms of minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm still playing um, Fire Emblem Heroes. It's still amazing. There's, there's uh, new updates coming this week, and uh, I'm just loving that game still. Even, I'm getting to the point where I'm actually creating my own spreadsheets. Uh, it's got that bad, Dave. Uh, <laughs> and Rocket League's still amazing. But the other two games I've been playing this week, uh, I've been playing Night in the Woods, uh, which is a... Uh, is, oh, I'm playing on on Steam. Uh, I think it's also out on PS4. Uh, it's like yeah. a 2D side-scrolling uh, single-player adventure. I guess it, it, it's very much like a... Uh, one in walking simulators but it's, it's just uh 2d uh, it, it, it um it it came from a successful kickstarter i think the developer's called infinite fall um it's about a female cat called may and she's returned to her hometown after dropping out of college uh it's got a really a really lovely art style it's all like paper craft art style it, it, it looks quite simplistic and the animations um aren't, uh, aren't super smooth but i think it really works with the aesthetic of the game um i'm only about two or so hours in um but but very early on uh it's, it's clear that the, the writing in this game is super super sharp um all, um, all yeah. the characters have, have, have really amazing dialogue it's, it's just really interesting really engaging um it, it's, it's 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 really really snappy um yeah, I, 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 um, I've, I've written some down here. Like, there's, um, there's a bit of a dialogue between uh, May, who's this cat who's come home, and um, she's basically walking around town to meet up with all mates and 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 see how they're doing. And uh, one of them uh, asks what what the name is of those weapons they make they make in prison. Uh, it's like a knife, and May's like, oh, it's a shiv. And then she said, I really wish someone would would scare my next door neighbour with a shiv. You know, scare him real good, scare him in the kidneys. And uh, it's it's got loads of like, quite funny, quite engaging uh, dialogue like that, really. Um, so, but it, it it does cover some some interesting ideas. It, it's very much about sort of the hardships of Middle America, rural America, and I think this town that May's from, I think it's like an old mining town, or I haven't got so too much of a story, but I think it's it's a town which it hasn't got much going on these days. Um, but yeah, it, it's it, but. It obviously deals with a lot of things about uh, about returning home to, to 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 your to your hometown, and obviously I've moved from the south up to, up to Leeds. So when I go down uh, home, I, I, I'm sensing sort a lot of similar feelings uh, playing this game. It's interesting, maze coming home and seeing old friends she used to see at school or college, um, and they're still working in the local shop, or she's seeing, bumping into old teachers, or she's asking about things, you know, I can't believe that shop's changed into this now, and it, it, it's just got a lot of really, really interesting, quite uh, quite funny dialogue. The actual story itself, I, I, I barely cracked into, really. I've spent the first two hours just 
wandering around talking to my parents um talking to other people in the town um but um i i, I believe the first first major the first fairly story fairly early on story bit is that um may um has bumped into for a few of her former bandmates and that, that actually so you meet her former bandmates and then you go off to do band practice and then it turns into a sort of guitar hero style mini game where you see notes coming down the screen you have to you have to press the notes in time in the music and i'm playing with the ps4 pad on on the on the laptop and it's it's really fun just playing that actually um yeah it's funny because you said you, you said it was like a 2d walking simulator but from the footage that i've seen of it it looks a lot like there's a lot more to it. Than yeah, that. I mean, I, so I've done that, and I, um, I, um, I've also done some other sort of mini game things where, um, I was at this bar, I was at this like pizza place after band practice, and um, a conversation's happening on screen, and you're you're pressing the X or square button to progress to dialogue, but you also have to move your arm up the screen to sort of grab a bit of pizza, and anything to change depending on what you what you chose. Like some of the other people you're with eating the pizza, they just eating the main bit of pizza and left across, and you can grab that, and there's a separate bit of dialogue for just eating the crust versus grabbing the rest. But yeah, I'm only like two hours on, but I feel like. The, or the walking and talking bits are going to be punctuated by a lot of these quite interesting game mechanics, which seem to come out of nowhere. Um, so one of the early story beats is that um, after coming out of band practice and after pizza, you see his arm on the floor, um, just like an arm, just just, yeah, just just literally like the forearm with some blood and the bone sticking out on the floor. And you, you have to like poke it with a stick. And, and you do it just by, by moving your arm up, uh, moving moving your hand up the screen and pressing X, but you'd have to keep keep poking it loads, and it's it's funny how it's sort of it's like bending around and moving around the screen. Um, so I think it's gonna have a, yeah, a lot of those interesting little uh, gameplay mechanic sections. Um, yeah, but I'm I, I'm really loving it so far. I mean, I, I didn't know really what to make of it. A guy from work, um, a, a game in a game in a Steam code, he had backed it on Kickstarter, but forgot to sort of change it to a PS4 version after having the PC after selecting PC on the Kickstarter. So I I'd heard it reviewed well, uh, reviewed well, and I heard I heard it obviously had a really fantastically successful Kickstarter. But after that, I'm going in blind, and I've been really pleasantly surprised so far. And, and yeah, people went going. nuts for it when it came out, didn't it? It was that sort of the usual, um, you know, the people that that like these sort of. Oh, I don't. I sound like I'm being an arsehole. I'm not. I promise. <laughs> uh, but you know, sort of quirky indie games yeah, like this. It's definitely got um, all the hallmarks of a classic invert commas indie game. Um, I was. I'm. I'm pleased to hear that the. Yeah, like the writing and the stories resonated with you because I like I read a couple of reviews and I was like, this sounds amazing, but do I need to be like twenty years old to really get it? Because <laughs> like, yeah, but, no, I mean, no, Matt pretends he's twenty like, years old, so he might be bang on there. Well, that, it, this game is lit. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 actually, I actually think if you if if you're older and you've experienced or leaving your hometown, or even if you haven't, I think it it speaks yeah. a lot to those things. I think actually, if you were twenty year old, yeah. you maybe are going to miss out on a lot of the. Of, um, a lot of the sort uh-huh. of minutiae and, and, and themes that it's covering. Um, yeah, so it's about rebuilding okay. relationships, it's about returning home, it's about hardships in, you know, I guess like a town that's that's been sort of decimated by, by you know, cities around it and it's just rural America and rural Britain, mm-hmm. I guess. You could level, level mm-hmm. it at, at that as well. So uh, what, what what games has this, have this team done infinite for? What, what have they done before? Have they done anything or is this just a, has this just come out of nowhere? I have no idea, actually. Yeah. 
I'd be surprised um, if they did nothing and still oh, had yeah, a yeah. successful I'm, I'm sure they had done other games, but I wasn't sure if, if they had made big games, which I just missed out on. Um, yeah, yeah it, mm. one interesting thing it does after after any of the main sort of story um, sections or, or cutscenes or game, gameplay sections, uh, you ha- you can go to your notepad at any time, and it's just essentially May's diary, I guess, or um, her journal, and it shows uh, crude um, illustrations of what's just happening in the story, but it's just like a nice way you can mm-hmm. you can flick through the previous two pages. So if you say play it and then don't play it for a few days, you can just open a notepad and flick through the last few and and try and sort of work out you know what 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 the images are saying. It also it also shines a different light on maybe some of the conversations you've had with say your parents in the game, and then you open up the notepad and it says, oh, I can't believe how old Dad's got, and I think he's forgetting things, and it's it's just like a, a different sort of way to express an inner monologue for, for the main character um yeah, and one yeah. of the good things about the dialogue is that typically in any of these types of games you would um go up to a character and you'll hit x and then the dialogue would, would run and then and you can basically keep pressing x it's the same thing but i found that you know you, you can keep pressing x multiple times and lots of different conversations keep happening so it's not simply a case of press x isn't a dialogue. Um, there's also multiple. There's also dialogue options as well, which you can, which you can change. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, does that affect the story or no? Uh, I, um, uh, I'm not sure yet. I mean, I, I, I've I've selected different options and and um, and, but I, um, I, I'm not sure if if they do if they do change things significantly. But because uh, I've actually, does it is it quite linear? Then is it just I'll oh, go here, talk to this person? Go well, no, so so um so the game starts off and you basically are uh, you, you arrive at this bus station after after coming back from college after you dropping out. Well, I, I mean, all I know is that you're you're not at college anymore. It's been quite vague so far. Um, but you go to this bus station and um, basically your parents are supposed to pick you up, but they're not there. And it doesn't say go here. You just basically have to explore and find your way. And you, you talk to someone at the bus station. He's like, okay, door, I'm going to open the door for you now. And then you just basically keep, you just walk until you find somewhere. And, and then yeah, yeah, one of the first places you find is your own is your own home. But it doesn't say go here, go there, go here, go there. Um, I, I, if, a few conversations, um, like one of the other ones with your parents, you ask where some of your old mates were, and your mum might say, oh, "Your mum, I think, I think the mum said, oh yeah, one of your friends now works at this place, which is now like a cool donut place. So you would just naturally go there, but it's not saying go to a donut place now. Um, yeah, so uh, so far, really, really interesting, and I'm, I'm eager to get back to it and see how the story progresses because. I, I, I've read a, a couple of little bits, and everyone says that the story is amazing. So I'm interested to see where it goes. Cool. Mm. Um, the other I'm game. Surprised you're not all over this, Sean. No, I've been meaning to. Just money in it. It is money. It's hard money, business money, this year. Um, <laughs> the other thing you're playing, and um, I know Sean and James have also been playing, uh, was the Splatoon 2 Test Fire, which is the Splatoon oh, 2 yeah. beta weekend. I guess you can call it. Um, so <laughs> the beta free hours yeah, in the, the middle of the, the night the, yeah. the hourly <laughs> sessions were a bit annoying but i did manage to get about an hour and 10 minutes uh of uh, um uh, of it um over over the weekend um so i haven't played a splatoon game before didn't play the first one on wii u but um this is it, it's really interesting it it's um and, and i and i really really enjoyed it actually after playing it for the hour or so um i think i think it looks great graphically um, I know a lot of people have said, you know, how different does this really look to the Wii U version? But having not have that as a comparison, I think it looks really great. It looks really bright. I think it looks awesome on the Switch screen. Uh, Control-wise, it's fine. You, you can control it with motion with um, with motion. 
basically you can use it you can play it by moving the switch around to to control and i turn it off straight away because i I didn't like that but i've since read that loads of the professional players or or a lot of the big players use that because they find the sticks just not not quick enough um um, have you played it with that motion stuff on uh, uh sean I have like so on the Wii U I turned the motion stuff off immediately cuz I hated it. Um with Splatoon 2 I found it a bit better cuz I tend to play with you know the two Joy-Con like split. Um so I I've quite enjoyed basically playing it with the sticks but then just using the right Joy-Con just to tweak my aim a bit like I do with okay. Zelda. The only thing like the difference is with Zelda you you know you only do that like as you pull the bow out. Um so you know, it's like in any sort, of, like in a first-person shooter, when you pull the left trigger to you know aim down your sights or whatever, it's a bit like that. But whereas with Splatoon, it's just constant. So there is the temptation to just to just look around with the motion yeah. controls, which you quickly end up like breaking your fucking wrist because you you can't look yeah, around I did properly. That in the, it's the first there, game, and I was like, I can't do this. This is this is yeah. dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, there is a bit of a learning curve to it, but as you say, like all all the best players like swear by the motion controls. Mm. So, I mean, I turned the sensitivity up mm. on the sticks, um, but it wasn't quite yeah. enough. But again, I paid for an hour. So there's only one mm. mode in in this beta, and that was turf war, uh, and you have uh, I think it's, is it is it four or four? Oh yeah, four or four matches, and yeah. you can have a uh, shoot other players by by using any of the four weapons on on on, on offer, which you pre-select before the game. Uh, I'm not sure if you can change weapons mid match. Uh, and you, you can't, can't no. and then um, the only game is to essentially paint uh, enough uh, but paint more of the landscape of the map than, than your opponents and there's big roller weapons which um, you, which obviously cover a larger area there's also um, uh, paint paint guns which are more like uh, automatic rifles there's a couple of other ones that I didn't try um, and uh, yeah, I, I thought it was really, really fun. Uh, I'm really good to, to see what the main game's like. Uh, so I, was, um, I actually played with James on Saturday night. Saturday, didn't we, James? We played. We did. Yeah. We played the future of. Um, we basically I had a glimpse into the future of Nintendo's online uh, service. Um, we were playing um, on uh, separate games on our separate consoles uh, using using the app. Uh, the app being um, Apple's uh, phone app, and I was calling James using FaceTime audio. <laughs> <laughs> in the same match. So how did that work? We, 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 we like, how in the same did you game. make sure you're in the same game? We, we couldn't. We, we it didn't work. We just literally <laughs> played separately and then talked talked on that. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the problem with the Splatoon two test fire was that it doesn't tell us any of the things we sort of needed to know because we like we you know we already knew the game is basically identical to the first one and you know there, there is that argument. It's like yeah, but not enough people played the first one, so. You know, there's still an audience that you know to be reached without actually changing too much. But the the main thing is like, is is, is it going to be easy to get in a game with your mates? Because that is what hobbled the first one for a long time. And by the time they added it, um, you know, everyone had wandered off. See, there, um, there is that. I mean, a lot of people would keep on saying, "Oh, it, you know, it's 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 not really a sequel. You know, it just feels like exactly the same." And I kind yeah. of feel the same. But then also, we don't really know what's in the full game yet, do we? Like well, we've exactly. only seen um, like so... just this test fire, and it's like, and when we played it at the event, it's exactly the same thing, and so yeah. we don't know how much more content there is. I mean, they may have done like a whole bunch of work on, like, yeah, there might be shitloads, yeah. and then you know there might be loads of new modes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but all we got in the test fire was yeah, like the standard game mode, no match, you know, just random matches with strangers, 
so it could answer all the problems we had with the first one, did, or did it you could say also repeat them? Oh, sorry, <laughs> I was going to say. I mean, the the other thing about this is this really highlights like what we still don't know anything about this online service, do we? Really, and yeah. it's like <laughs> Mario Kart comes out next month, and is it come? Are we going to get any sort of like anything on this? before Mario comes mm. comes out or anything. Because, I mean, the thing that was like a massive saying, like me and Matt were talking about this when we were playing, about how, you know, this game is like so perfect for like having like voice communication and like working out tactics and strategy, you know, like stuff like yeah. who's going to guard, who's going to paint, you know, is anyone going to go on the offensive and try and get the other team? You know, is there any part of the map which is maybe crucial, we've got to keep it painted and stuff. But you can't communicate any of that. And it's it's just... I know that's that's the thing. Yeah, this is the thing because like the first game like got like a a decent competitive scene, but that'll be people who are really dedicated and and you know <laughs> like really going out of their way to make sure they communicate and stuff. And that that's what was frustrating with the first one is like you're playing it and you're like this this could be up there with Battlefield in terms of coordinating with your mates, like who's doing what, who's taking which roles and stuff. Um, but it just wasn't there because, like I say, for you know, the first six months or whatever, there was no like way to just party up with your mates and play with them. Um, and it just feels like the game wasn't allowed to soar the way it could have. Um, but but um, but but you're so, saying that later on there was an update where you could party up with your mates. Obviously, there was no voice communication. Yes. So I guess in that stage, people were partying up, but they were talking on Skype separately to have communication. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically. Um, but as I say, but by that point, it was just a bit too late for most people, and they'd 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 moved on to other things. So and it was so it was like, odd, wasn't it? Because I think didn't Mario Kart on the Wii, like the online version, didn't that have like uh, voice comms? It did. It, used... it was quite limited, though, yeah. wasn't it? It was like a push to talk, yeah, sort of thing. So basically, everyone ended up using Skype anyway. Because there was that, and then also, so I was saying to Matt, I remember like on the DS, like Metroid Prime Hunters had voice chat. Like on the DS, yeah. and it worked quite well. It was, it was like not bad, <laughs> but it's still it's this whole children thing, isn't it? They're obsessed with yeah. you know, the protection well, thing. One of the things I, I said to James um, while we were playing is that it was a really, really fun game, and uh, I'm definitely um, definitely much more interested now than I was previously. But it obviously mm. it showed no depth whatsoever, and uh, you know I'm going to investigate and look into it, and, and obviously you guys have played it, so I can ask you but wouldn't it be great for the beta if they'd actually allowed us to level up a character i mean is, is that what you can do do you level up your character or well, do you get new guns in a really sense leveling up, yeah. is it? it's like you buy like you can buy like new guns and you buy like new clothes to wear which give you like sort of you know more abilities and stuff but it's not really it's right. not like battlefield or something like that where there's like missions and stuff i don't know you, do. you could like it was possible to like look at all those abilities that your clothes are giving you and sort of figure out yeah sort of certain builds and play styles mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, it'd be cool if they pushed that a bit further this time, yeah, I think. Yeah, because it, it was fun, um, but I would have liked to see some progression. And and, and mm. also, there was there was a great opportunity for them at the end of the beat or at the end of each session to have almost like a bit of a trailer or information about the full game because someone could play that weekend. Yeah, but there's just nothing, was just, it? It was just, thanks yeah, for playing, and, and, bye. When it hit 8 o'clock, there was just an error. Like, it, it wasn't even a nice, yeah. like, thanks for playing, <laughs> see you in two hours' time. It literally was like, sorry, server maintenance. It's like, and there should be, <laughs> the other hand, be like a screen saying, you know, uh, Splatoon coming this summer, a full game features, 12 maps, 16 characters, you know, a variety yeah, of weapons. Yeah, just like, if you enjoyed this, here is <laughs> yeah, what you will get for your £50. Pounds. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it was really fun, but 
I would de- I'm definitely interested to see what if any progression there is or what what's going to keep me coming back yeah. to to play. Um I think mm. one of the positive things about it was though that it worked. Like as in you could connect yeah, yeah. and play games with people because I mean the first night um I tried it it didn't work for me but I'm pretty certain that's just cuz my switch was being difficult like it wouldn't connect to my wi-fi mm. anyway i'd do a hard reset but then like after that it was fine like it was no connection problems at all and uh yeah i mean i'd imagine that probably most you know everybody was on it and it was fine which is a good sign yeah i mean it, do, do cool. you think you'll get it sean probably because i'm an but idiot I, how much did you love the first one i really love the first one so okay. which i mean it which goes both ways because on the one hand like uh, yeah I, I really like splatoon but also i've got less to you know there's there, there are fewer new things yeah. for me to see with this because it's like mario kart isn't it same thing it's you know yeah exactly played it to death already but still gonna buy it it, it, it was just really yeah. nice to play uh you know a first person shooter it wasn't about it, it was about shooting but it was it wasn't about oh, you know blood and bullets and and the, the gameplay mechanics not, are really yes. interesting the fact that you can obviously you need to paint but you can go you can transform into a squid and use that to jump around the, mm. the area quicker and like escape um, an enemy that's coming to, to coming to get you and, and also you need to do it mm. to reload your paint i think i think there's loads of really interesting mechanics in it, it one, is, yeah one like Nintendo with regards console to... and he's already turned into sean bell Just... <laughs> i'm desperate for games um it's <laughs> worth having a look um with with regards to the depth and stuff, like have a look at tutorials on YouTube yeah, for the first game. Like there are so many weird little tricks that people use and stuff. It's it's really smart. Yeah. Did did you like the? Uh, do you know you know how I know that this is just you clinging onto your your new console, Matt? Do you like the idea of a first person shooter where it's you know no blood and just all about the the fun like that? <laughs> yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah, well, uh, you know, did you play much uh, Garden Warfare, Plants vs. Zombies? That was meant to be good. <laughs> of course you didn't. Uh, right, I wonder if it comes okay. out on Switch. <laughs> is, <laughs> is, that, is that all you got? Uh, yeah, um, and it's just the I mean, it was enough. Stuff. I'm not having a pop there, but yeah. Um, Sean, what have you been playing? Uh, most of the same things as everyone else, okay. I think. Um, the only stuff I'll add um, is... So I finished, you know, I mentioned I finished Zelda um, and I've just carried on playing it. That's the thing. That's um, good to hear, though. Like, it's... Yeah, like, I mean, it's really dumb that it gives you your percentage... I'm pretty sure I mentioned this last week. It gives you your percentage completion on the map screen, but it includes all 900 of the Korok seeds. And I'm yeah, never getting is. those. What, what so, are the Korok seeds? They're just like, like they are really cool. A lot of them. They're so I don't know if you remember the, the little tree lads. They're in Wind Waker and probably other Zelda games. Yeah. Um, and there's 900 of them hidden around the world. And you, whenever you find one, they're like, oh, here you go. Here's a seed. Um, and then you, the more seeds you get, you can expand your inventory size. Right. Um, it's fine. Um, and like you know some of them are like I say some of them are really smart like you'll just be wandering about and then you'll be like there's four rocks there and they would make a square but one of them's slightly in the wrong place what happens if i pick it up and make the square yeah, oh there's I, a car I, 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 I love <laughs> like, those. Just, I love things everyone. that just look slightly odd and you're like i want to f- yeah, sort it that out stuff that. i did in the witness <laughs> with, with like their environmental puzzles if you just say yeah. slightly weird like okay, I see it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, there's also almost like 3D Tetris bits where you see these 
models which yes. are well, you know, there's like two of them, no, three of them in a row, two of them are complete. One of them is missing a um, missing a block. You have to find a block nearby mm. and then move it into place. Uh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, so they're really cool. But like I say, there's fucking nine hundred of them, um, and I've I've done maybe like thirty or forty of them. Um, so yeah, so like that that percentage is on the map screen, but like hard, you'd have to be mental to get hundred um, percent. But I am. But it, like, it's really cool just being able to go around the world and be like, oh yeah, there's this actually still like quite a bit I've not really seen. Like I've un- you know I'd uncovered the entire map ages ago, um, but there are just all these little pockets of the world that I just didn't get around to going to. And lo and behold, there's there's characters and shrines and um, yes, yeah, just it, it, like and it's really cool just playing it with like no pressure. Like it is now. Um, yeah, it's just Link just going on a bit of a jolly because he yeah, can. And those shrines will never not be fun. Yeah, those the shrines are still brilliant. Um, like they almost outshine like the actual like doing the the divine beasts. I think. Um, just in terms of how like concentrated and and smart they are. Um, but yeah, yeah, just loving it. I got a quick um uh quick switch question the demos Um, on the store at the moment have they got that horrible limited amount of time to play thing on them Ah, that's not come up good are are there many demos on the store download snipper clips what else is there i mean splatoon is technically a demo but then obviously that's limited by time i guess but um but but the snipper clip because i was thinking about that specifically the snipper clips demo isn't you can only play. You've played this once. Only a few more. No, it, it's, it's not like that. But it's really. That's it's good. so limited. There's only about three levels you could do. So you'd be like, uh, yeah, but that's understandable. That's mm-hmm. all right. I just think when when I think about getting my switch and showing it off to people, like mm. three levels would be enough for them to go, hey, that's really neat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm assuming yeah, it's what yeah. you played at the event, and yeah. you seem to get enough no, fun out yeah, of that. Yeah, it was yeah. Cool. All right then, uh, James. Anything to add? Uh, not so much. Just Zelda. Also, um, I see. So the thing is, I, I'm I'm in a bit of a. I'm not really sure what to do now. I'm at a bit of a loose end, uh, which sounds really weird. But because uh, I've done all the main story stuff, but I haven't thought I haven't finished it. Like finished it yet. And it's because I don't really feel like I want it to come to an end yet. I'm not really sure what to do now, and I'm sort of toying with the idea of just finishing all of the shrines before I fight Ganon. <laughs> and, but then I think that may be mental because there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, d- d- uh, my advice would be yeah, don't worry about it. Um, do do Ganon and then just crack on playing yeah. it, but with with no pressure because, I mean, even though it, like it puts you back to before you fought him, but you just feel like yeah, that's one. Well, you've nothing, you've nothing to mind, prove yeah. to anyone. You just yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've, um, I've just kind of run out of positive things to say about it because it's just so wonderful. Like in general, mm. it's difficult to know really what what more to say about it. It's in yeah. terms of yeah. minutes, we've definitely spoken about him on the New time. Way, baby. We've got at least four episodes. I mean, fair enough. I I'm not complaining. You know, <laughs> fair fair play to you. I'm not Matt Murray that's sitting there with a stopwatch going, whoa, hold on. Um, so yeah, I mean, you can't talk about Persona then. No, it's not. It's Excellent. not out yet. Yeah, but no, Fuck I, I played Wildlands as well, um, which has been it's a mess, but the most fun mess I've had for ages. It's um, it's great. It's it's the. <laughs> No, seriously, <laughs> nice. it's, it's one of the first games for ages that I've that I've like uh, bothered to like record, uh, you know, like video clips and things of uh, of things that have happened. Mostly because it's like game breaking stuff, but it's funny. 
you know, like to, to kind of watch it. <laughs> like there was the other day I was trying to, I was playing with like a group of friends and like we were doing a, um, I've just become really aware that I've said like about seven times in that sentence, <laughs> but that was partly on purpose. Um, so anyway, I was rescuing a teammate, <laughs> landed in a forest and it was all like, like fireworks and everything going off. And then for some reason, my helicopter, I don't know how, but it got caught in a tree and then just like flipped over <laughs> And I like, don't know how it flipped over, and then, but miraculously, nobody died. We all got out. It was fine. But it's just everything so random and weird. And but it's a lot of fun, even though it's awful. It's um, yeah, it's a terrible game, but it's also really fun as well. Ah, but is it a terrible game though? Every time I've played it, I've had a really good laugh. But that's the thing. But there must be something to about that. the game's expense. It's not because yeah, <laughs> well, the thing is, is you can like approach missions, like try and do it, like you know, by trying to sort of um you know, take the slow ghost recon approach and sort of, you know, plan everything with your teammates and everything. But yeah. it all but it doesn't really work ever because often like really random stuff happens or it doesn't come off or it's you know and you end up just everyone just piles in and starts shooting stuff. And it's really fun, but it's not really like, you know, Ghost Recon used to be at all. No, it's, but I've I've still had moments where we've been in a dead of night like cleat all working together to get to a base and um setting up like different snipe zones and all that sort of stuff. And all of a sudden your plan comes off and everyone in the base is dead and it didn't take too long to do. And it felt, it still got that stuff there. Yeah. I um, guess I'm, maybe I'm just playing, I'm playing with Spectre. So that's not going to, that's not going to yeah, happen. No, he is probably the, I mean, we've He's spoken about him before left for dead. I mean, literally the last thing you should ever do in left for dead is just go off on your own. But he did it <laughs> all the time. It was infuriating. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, could someone help me? Where are you? And then you see a tiny little silhouette, <laughs> <Stroke> like <laughs> incapacitated <laughs> mug. But still, um, it is a good game. It's just not a great game, and just but it is fun online with groups. I mean, I tried playing it in single player, and it's yeah, don't bother because it's, yeah. it's terrible. Edge, edge four, edge four. <laughs> that's uh, that's harsh. James. That's like really harsh. But yeah. I've got nothing in common with that magazine anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely zero. Um, but before we leave, lot. what we've been playing, um, Sean, you played Super Mario Run, right? Oh yeah. God, sorry, I forgot I put that on the thing. Um, as you can probably tell, it's not made a huge uh, impression. <laughs> like it, it, it is clearly good. Um, I've just not spent a huge amount of time with it yet. Um, Did you buy I'm it? Enjoying the t- yeah, I've, I've just thought, you know what? There's no way I'm not going to end up spending the money. So let's just do it. Yeah. Mind you, I said that about fucking Fire Emblem and ended up drifting away but um uh i'm i'm enjoying the the toad rally stuff more than the actual yeah toad rally is actually yeah you will do toad rally is really yeah. good um yeah, yeah yeah and and the as we said at the time the, the the game doesn't get uh really good until you start doing all of the um the coins the special coins yeah 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 um it, like it's really frustrating missing them but I feel like as long as I'm missing them, then I can't sulk about the fact that like, oh, it's a Mario game, but all you do is press jump. Well, obviously, there's more to it than that. But um, actually, if but you also, miss them, like, just tap the bubble at the top and he goes back a bit. Yeah, but what if I'm shit enough that I'm actually dying occasionally, Whoa, Dave? What? So, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. No, um, I, I just, because I, I've just unlocked the blue Yoshi. Why does it go, why is the first character you unlock blue Yoshi? Is it? By the way, why is the, <laughs> yeah. It was for me, anyway. Um, I started playing as him, and he's a bit 
like I, I'm finding his like his sort of hit detections a bit weird. The amount of times I'm sure I'm landing on an enemy and I end up getting hurt is a bit odd. Um, but that's probably my fault for playing as fucking Blue Yoshi. Yeah, never do that. Um, never do that. Yeah. Right, okay. Uh, should we get onto emails? Yeah. Let's do this. James. What? James, where are you, mate? <laughs> fuck, I was on mute again. Oh, fuck. Okay. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> it's no, because it, I haven't got a... Oh, I don't, forget it. Let's just get on with it. If you want to email us, it's the Game Show. I the you tried to defend yourself even then. What? Like, you put yourself on mute, you forgot you were on mute, and, and then you're still going, no, because that's just... I know, going, you sorry, know, I'm guys. trying to justify it, but you can't justify I'm it. I'm only it on mute 25% of the time. First email. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to email us, it's thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. Um, the first one's from Stuart Wright. He says, um, if James could pick just one, would he rather have the highest rated game ever released in 2018 or the biggest ever AAA disaster? Um, I probably, uh, okay, this is going to sound ridiculous considering what the sort of stuff I say on here, but I probably still would go for the highest rated game ever over the biggest AAA disaster. I just think it'd be, I don't know. I do like games. I like them. It's just, I also <laughs> like it when things go really badly wrong and it's funny. It's <laughs> yeah, but you can kind of experience that just by watching the fallout, whereas you can't from playing the best game of the year, can you? Yeah. You just kind of like you need to play that best game of the year, yeah. whereas you don't need to play. You can still have fun when, uh, like, just on Twitter. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the thing. It's like you know, I've not played Mass Effect, and I mean, I will do eventually, but I've had a lot more fun with Zelda, like really, like genuine fun, than I have laughing at Mass Effect. Mm. Although I did have a lot of fun laughing at Mass Effect, um, just, just not as much. <laughs> Dave, for your Switch, are you just going to get Zelda, or are you going to get one two Switch as well? Uh, no, I'm just going to get Zelda. It's all I can afford. If I if I could get both, mm. then I would probably get one to Switch, yeah, but can't afford it. Yeah. Okay, next That's one fair. is... Um, I'm currently playing the original Nier for the PS3, and there's a part where this 3D action RPG becomes a completely text-based choose-your-own-adventure horror novel. What is everyone's favourite weird bit in a game on DB? Uh, well, yeah, I, I mean... I, I don't... No, I does does the uh, the ruined stuff in Doom, the new Doom count? Not really, because it's part of the game, isn't it? As in, it's, it's yeah. Well, it is, but it's still <laughs> complete change of change of pace. Like you go from just going through the missions and stuff to suddenly finding yourself in these weird challenges. Yeah, but you're still um, like, there's still the whole function of it is you're still shooting. It's not like it doesn't like totally change. The okay. F- yeah, it's not like a total gear change. It's also taken wholesale from like all. Platinum games. The first person uh, shooter game in Jazz Punk was okay. Come out of nowhere. That was pretty good. <laughs> uh, any other suggestions? I mean, mine, it's still, I mean, there's probably other better examples, of course, but Fortlift Truck uh, work in Shenmue. It's still. No, 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 no. It's yes. Duck Racing, Matt. Duck, duck Racing was also good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just really, really um, satisfying and relaxing and nice. Love that. Loved it. And. El Shaddai Ascension of the Metatron where one of the bosses like when you're fighting him he like puts on a disco and then as you're trying to fight him he starts like dancing in front of the screen so you can't see what's going on sounds uh, sounds great uh, it is <laughs> if, the, if there's one thing that, if this, <laughs> if you like that Sean you'll really like being a dad because your screen is obscured 
like 90% of your gaming life. <laughs> that, that was why the Wii U was really great, actually. Because like, if you were playing something and then they just get in front of the TV, you're like, oh, that's all right, I can look, look down at this and it's fine. <laughs> all smug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next question. Hello, chaps. As a dad of two, I have to pick my games based on longevity and value for money. After last year being dominated by Dark Souls, Rocket League and The Witcher 3, I bought Mass, of, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda two days ago for £10 off my stupid mate who didn't like it and he couldn't make a sexy woman and could be asked to take it back. Needless to say, couldn't I'm about... could make a sexy woman. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Needless to say, I'm about uh, 10 hours in, seeing two worlds and I'm bloody loving it. It's not as good as the previous games, but I can see myself spending a long time with it. Long story short, I'm sure you've discussed this already, but do ropey graphics put you off uh, playing games or can you power through? Uh, thanks for yeah, we touched funny. on that. Um, I do, yeah, I I was thinking today when I saw this, um, and I, while I was actually playing Mass Effect, I was thinking, you know what? Good graphics really do offer a lot to a game. I mean, you look at Horizon and you think how good that game looks. Same with Uncharted 4. And I think it adds a hell of a lot when a game looks as incredible as those games look. I don't feel that the same happens... like. It doesn't take away a lot if a game looks a bit ropey. Um, it takes away some of it, yeah, but n- I don't think the the effect is the same. When a game looks really good, it adds a shit ton. When a game looks a bit shit, it barely has an effect on uh, how I feel towards the game over an average looking game. You know, uh, that's the way yeah. I see it. So I'm I'm I find it very easy to overlook that stuff. Yeah, definitely. In fact, this week I. I played some PSVR because I haven't played it for a, a couple of weeks and I uh, played some Drive Club which is still really fun and that game looks really bad <laughs> in many places but <laughs> it's still super fun being in VR it, it does how much how much of that I know this is a wanky answer or a wanky line to go down but how much of that do you think is down to our age and the fact that obviously we grew up playing a lot of games that look <laughs> total horse shit right now I mean, even you look at Shenmue or whatever, I mean, you just think, Jesus, we thought this was good? No, at the time it was good, compared with other stuff. It was amazing. What, to look at, do you think? Yeah, yeah, it was. Seriously, when it first came out, it was, yeah, it was a big deal. All right, fair enough. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I can't, obviously can't place it, so I don't really know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's got something to do with it, that we can overlook it because we played so many games that just... I don't, I don't know. know. I, I just I'm think just if a game's shit. fun, then it's fun, regardless of how it looks. I, I mean, a game's got. A, I mean, I, I think hmm. the worst looking game, if it's if it's got a fun mechanic, it's still fun. I mean, you can play the a game with the most basic of graphics, and if it's if it's enjoyable to play, then you'll keep playing it. Look at Thomas was alone. True. Yeah. True. Squares. Next question. And rectangles and that. That said, that said, oh, playing devil's advocate, but have you seen Nidog 2? Yes. No. What? Fuck it. Oh, have you not? No? Jesus Christ, man. It looks the fucking... Like, this is the thing. It will still play amazing, but fuck me, the art style is horrific. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like they've intentionally tried to make it look like a shit Amiga game. Oh, right. Okay, that's so... weird, because the, the art style was pretty much perfect for the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. It, it it was perfectly serviceable and sort of. I mean, yeah, it's pixel art. Um, but yeah, it, it totally worked. Um, whereas, yeah, just have, just have a look on YouTube. Oh, I've got to see this. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Hi, chaps. Uh, just to follow up to the gaming on magic mushrooms question I asked. We did the shrooms, and unfortunately, <laughs> oh yeah, that old question. Yeah. 
we did the shrooms, <laughs> and unfortunately, we could barely conceive of what the PlayStation was, let alone use it. <laughs> we did eventually play the Bound demo, but just stared at the sea for 30 minutes. On an unrelated note, why hasn't there been a good wrestling game in forever? That's from Luke B. I, I mean, have we got any wrestling fans here? I thought you were None a massive wrestling fan, David. Sorry? I thought you were a massive wrestling oh, fan. Fuck off, James. Don't even, <laughs> even funny, that gag. Um, I, yeah, I don't, we're probably the wrong people I mean, people it's to still ask. no mercy on 64, surely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, WCW and WO Revenge, I think No Mercy just took what that gag. But anyway, um, none of us are wrestling fans, so we can't really... I, I don't feel qualified to comment on the state of those games. I've not certainly not played any uh, since the N64 days, so... Yeah, I remember SmackDown. I always remember. Um, Sorry, uh, just going back to the mushrooms yeah. thing. Um, you know, like Jeff Minter, right? Makes a lot of games, and people talk about them. And go, oh, the guy who made this must have been on drugs when he when he made it. And he's like, have you ever tried coding while <laughs> yeah, you're on, on drugs? drugs. <laughs> it just wouldn't work. Yeah, it's, uh, it's physically I, impossible. Um, I, yeah, I, I played a fair bit of Halo on shrooms at uni, and it was um, it is mostly me and me and my two non gaming mates uh, all jumped into a, a multiplayer game. It's just, it's, it was just us three on the map, and we've spent about two hours just walking around the map, being amazed by the graphics and the trees. And then they would ask me where I was, and I was just up a tree, and I, and we were scared to shoot each other for some reason. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, no, <laughs> Halo two for me. Uh... I I smoked a doobie Ooh. and um, nice and, fat doob and uh, for half an hour scared at the sky using a turret just firing off a few rounds every now and then yeah till my mate stepped in and gone well, you do know that you're just staring at the sky there oh yeah yeah that was weird <laughs> did I ever tell you about my mate Pete and playing the first driver no this isn't this isn't a drug story he was just really tired but he was <laughs> classic Sean Bell. It was about three in the morning and he was messing around playing driver. And then at some point he was just like, oh, yeah, I just, yeah, I had like a replay mode. Um, and he, he did something cool. He was like, oh, I want to watch that in the replay mode. And he went and he went back into it. And there was like 20 minutes of him just not doing anything. <laughs> but he had no memory of it. Like he'd obviously just been drifting in and out and just... <laughs> We we experienced people falling asleep a lot when we were growing up playing games because you like uh mm. we we would used to play Pez till the very early hours of the morning and um mm-hmm. it used to be like four on four Pez and uh, the amount of times you just pass to someone and you just see them like you know even though you're not pressing any buttons or the stick or anything they mm. and you pass to someone they'd still be sort of like slowly jogging forward <laughs> and they'd just look <laughs> over and the guy's asleep with a pad in his hand. <laughs> It used to happen all the time. Uh, yeah, good times, good times. Good friends, mm. good people. Next question. Evening, fellas. Uh, just a quick thinking question Evening. tonight. Yeah. What's your favourite ending to a game ever? Oh, and stop bullying James. He's a grown man and shouldn't need to be subjected to having his numerous and significant weaknesses pointed out at each and every turn. <laughs> <laughs> Probably fair yeah. enough. But yeah. James is a mate. It's not bullying. He knows. Um... <laughs> Just honestly, people. Uh, right, what the best ending to a game? Jesus, there's Ocarina I mean, of Time. That's the one that got me. It was it was brilliant. What, what uh, when you say the... that? Do you just mean the credit credit sequence? No, the whole you know, like taking down, yeah, you know, like doing Ganon and then like having to run down as the whole thing's like falling apart, and then you see like everyone get together, you know, because it's done. It was it was good. That was a good ending. I'm not sure it was one of the best ever. 
Um, the Red Dead ending was fantastic. I thought really well done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I loved I loved how that game ended. It was pretty much perfect. Um, there was um, a game that I played ending, recently that said had one of the best endings ever. I can't remember what it was. Oh, bollocks! Sorry, go on, Sean. I'll I'll have a think. I was, uh, was going to say ending E to uh, near Automata is fucking unbelievable. Um, the ending to Affordable Space Adventures is so fucking clever. <laughs> Um and harrowing as well. Um so yeah, they're they're both good ones. Uh the ending to uh Akami's really good yeah, as well. That. Um that's quite emotional and there's just a nice like note from the developers at the end. Um which is just, just sort of says like look, obviously this is all fantasy bollocks, but we just hope you take something away from it and, and you've enjoyed yourself and it's like, oh cheers. <laughs> it's good. Uh, I love the ending to Uncharted Four. That needs a shout. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Like the, uh, the, the yeah the last little bit that you play and even even the build up on the on the ship and everything. I thought was really well done. Uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of endings, there's been some absolute smashes. Last Guardian. Uh, I just remembered oh. some shit trivia about the That's... Okami ending. Um, the Wii version. So basically, like it, the Wii version had. The actual, like, the normal ending sequence, but then there's a really long credits bit, which, like I say, has this message from the developers and loads of really other cool things. Um, and that was taken out of the Wii version because it had the um, Clover logo on it, which for legal reasons by that point they couldn't use. Um, so they just took it out <laughs> completely because the people who worked on the Wii version just had no original assets to work with. Apparently they were just, like, given a PS2 copy of the game in, like, six weeks and went, there you go make that work but when they did the hd remake they found the original assets and put everything back together without the clover logo and like it took loads of work but they really wanted to put it back in which is nice isn't it um yeah uh matt that was the one i was thinking of uh last guardians ending was fantastic do you know what i just remembered is the first series of the yeah. walking dead back, god, back yeah. oh god yeah that was, ah, that yeah. was a yeah. incredibly moving ending oh, was yeah. Yeah, last yeah, of yeah. us i know some people weren't happy but i, I love that Oh, the last scene was superb. The last level was not so good. But the uh, yeah, that last scene in The Last of Us was absolutely... It, what an incredible way to end that yeah. game. Um, yeah, you're right. That, por- that gets Portal old. 1 and 2 both had amazing endings. It yeah, did. I love them. Yeah, they it did. did, because Portal 2, like, you're a bit like, uh, they've done another funny song. But actually, it was, it was all right. They didn't go for, like, precisely the same thing. It was just, yeah, yeah. That was, the, um, that was the moon ending, works. right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, they, 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 yeah, they, you're right. That, that was really That's good. Why none of you said Mass Effect Three? I thought I, oh, I, you know, I, I defend the ending to Mass Effect Three, but yeah, it's I not, remember it's not us there. completing it's... it very, very close, like within a day or two of each other, yeah. and yeah. messaging each other and saying it was really good. Um, I also yeah. remember us both doing that for Bioshock Infinite, but you changed your tune. Right, okay. Next okay. question. <laughs> okay, we're on to tweets. Um, if you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Um, we got loads of tweets this week. My oh, phone was going nuts. Halo Reach had an amazing ending. Did it? Oh, yeah, so it did. Yeah. It did, actually, yeah. Can't remember. Really miserable yeah. one. Uh, but, the last Halo, yeah. one, the last <laughs> Halo game was just rubbish, the most recent one. I hope they bring it back for Halo 6 like, and make it good again. Halo 4 was underrated, though, right? Well, that, that was, was, was one I played right. for you, Dave, and was it... Was it... 
No, the, the single player was crap, yeah. but the um, the uh, multiplayer was really, really good in that. No, we, we played it, I remember. Yeah. We played some, like, in co-op. Yeah, um, and, like, and that was yeah. the only Halo game. I have literally no idea what happened because we played it co-op from start to finish and normally I would watch the cutscenes yeah, and we were just talking over the entire game. It was, it was pointless. Yeah, we were. We were. Okay, uh, sorry, yeah, tweets. Okay, so Anon says, uh, has Matt Murray ever missed his stop while playing Switch? Um, I've been very close, but no, not yet. Actually, I, well, yeah, I, I mean, I was playing the other day and I suddenly realised I pulled into the place I get off the train. I had to quickly just run off with like hand, with with my bag open, with my Switch in one hand, with my... Yeah, with, but I haven't missed a stop yet. But it wouldn't be the end of the world because, you know, more Zelda in it. <laughs> okay, uh, no Alex job says, that. question, James seems to be moaning all the time lately. Is his heart yeah, really no still in this? Time for fresh blood. Well, <laughs> the thing about well, it is, right. a fan. <laughs> the thing about this is, I this is that. kind just of unfair. Just been like, get him off. Does he want to be here? This is kind of unfair because <laughs> I've been really positive about a lot of games recently. You know, like Yakuza. There's been like Zelda. Thing is, is yeah. I do. I I genuinely love games, and I I also like moaning about stuff. But <laughs> the, the reason for that, there's there's reasons for it, and it's because I can't. I don't know I can't just pretend that everything's fantastic. I, I can't do that. I, it's part of my personality. You just look at something, and I I can see if there's something that's like I think is maybe. No, it's not that. It's not that at all, James. Because no one's pretending that everything's fantastic. Yeah, they are. But Have you heard Matt talking it, about no, games? Hold on, no, it's whoa, mad. Whoa, whoa, slow down. Whoa, whoa. But like, <laughs> we will. A game will get announced, and we will be hopeful that it is fantastic. But yeah. where yours, like you, you constantly, it's gonna be shit. No, no, no I just like Forget to be a bit about realistic it. about stuff. You know, about <laughs> like realistic. There's, there's nothing. What makes your, um, what makes you more realistic than when no, Matt and just, I get excited just, about no, it? No, it's just tempering expectations. You know, and not getting too excited. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Matt hasn't owned a Nintendo console for a while, and he was so high about the Switch and everything and what was going. And to be fair, a lot of it has been really good. But there is also a lot of stuff that we, you know, that we still don't know and we're yeah, still but I, happy I'm, I'm realistic about. about that, but I'm still... I, I, when I hear about a game of console and it being announced or a game announced, I, I go in positive and I, I see what happens. But, um, yeah, it's, it's silly being... I can't everyone. help it. I, see, I just look at the history of stuff and it's just like, uh, this, there's going to be something going to go wrong. The history of stuff. <laughs> I look for the history of stuff. <laughs> no, you do. You look, you look at, like, what's gone before and then you just think, okay, well, how's this likely to pan out? And... Especially with like Nintendo over the last couple of years, you know they've made quite a lot of really bad decisions. And uh, you know, next question. Okay, Gavler says, uh, "Don't think I've put less time into a console than my PS4. Has this gen been slightly disappointing? And if so, uh, what can Sony and Microsoft do to make their next console more appealing?" Here's something: if you think this gen's been disappointing, <laughs> what the fuck? What are you doing? Yeah, like- give it up. It's been incredible. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really get this this question. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's like you know when you, uh, who was it? Someone on Twitter was like, I, he definitely doesn't listen to the show, so it's fine. So I can just say, it. Um, <laughs> someone we know um, was like, why is why do people still bang on about Mario Kart when everyone knows it's been shit since the first one? What? And you're like, what? <laughs> what? Like that's just. That's just wrong. Like, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but that's just clearly incorrect. <laughs> like like when your um your wife your wife's boss said, Oh no, I don't use the power sliding in Mario. Oh yeah, yeah, you're you're Mario. better off not power sliding in Mario Kart. And you're just like, You're full of shit. 
<laughs> like this is out. clearly like the biggest non-issue, but you've just <laughs> painted yourself as a complete fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> you, you should question that guy at the Christmas sorry, Gav, party. Sorry, Gavler, I'm not calling you. I'm not calling you a complete fucking idiot, Gavler. Sorry, that's not, that, that got. Uh, no, what it is is that um, I can't <laughs> relate to that because I've put so much yeah. time into my PS4, and I there are so many games that I consider to be incredible. Um, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I don't. I can't really compare. I can't remember what it was like this time in the uh, last gen's life lifespan. But I mean, look yeah. at this year. A uh, Jesus Golden Christ! Age. I think I think it also depends on what you yeah. played, like what you've got though, like what you've played. Because yeah. I I really I can kind of understand where he's coming from here when I only owned an Xbox One. Um, because okay, apart from Titanfall. After I got that, there wasn't a lot of stuff that was like really like there wasn't the whole sort of build up that there was with the 360 when it just felt like they were just releasing like you know hit after new hit like all the time. Whereas with yeah. the PS4, it's been really different, and that's why I really regretted not buying one in the first place because that's really changed my mind about this gen. There's- See, I don't think it has. I don't think it has been that different, especially like the first year, the Xbox 360. Uh, sorry, the Xbox One had a lot of stuff out constantly and the PS4 didn't. Um mm. if you remember correctly, like it was like Bloodborne was the first really big PS4 exclusive to come out. And at the time we had like Forzas and Titanfall and stuff like that for the Xbox One. Um but yeah, and I mean the recently when you look at I think so the big games this year, the ones that have been really sort of praised, Yakuza, is that out for both or just PS4? No, it's only PS4. Yeah, right, so well. that's a big thing. Yeah, so you're right. This year has definitely been PS4 stuff because it's the same with yeah. Nier as PS4 only as and well. Horizon Persona is uh, and PC, Persona, but yeah, yeah, and and Horizon. I mean, that is free. And huge exclusive games Destiny the stuff, the exclusive Destiny beta. I mean, there's a lot. It's going to be a lot. Yeah, no, absolutely. This year is is definitely. I mean, heading, it, it would seem uh, that uh, Microsoft are sort of on the wind down and gearing up for Scorpio, but. I mean, I don't know what they're going to launch, yeah. launch between now and Scorpio See, on Xbox One. It's going to be I'm, worth a damn. I could be, I could I'm be, really I could be forgetting also a big game. that they're not just expecting that they can release like really powerful hardware and that's enough because it's not. It's mm. the games is they they got to have. Yeah, but they've always been yeah, good I mean, with that <laughs> stuff. That's what I don't understand why you'd be concerned about that. They've always had a good run of uh, software to release. Well, they haven't this year. Like not so far. No, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but they, they, like when you're saying is that. Oh, um, when you're worried that they're just going to rely on the hardware being good, that's never been Microsoft's thing. They've they've always had software to back it up. Um, yeah, so, that's a fair point. Yeah, I, I I don't think they will rely on it. I, I think you're right. It's looking weak for them this year, definitely. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I think software has never really been a problem. They've got a lot of well-known titles uh to to sort of play on and, and well to... they've got that but they've also there's kind of like a lot of them there's sort of diminishing returns with them as well because you've got like the Halo series it's not like it's been running to the ground but it's like you know it's not doing what it, it used some to fresh do. ideas and they've also it does, got yeah, it like I mean they released Gears of War as well last year and it was discounted and you know pretty quickly because people yeah but, every, yeah but everyone that played it said it was fantastic yeah but you know got... even if everyone says it's like, the people that played it said it was good but it still didn't create the buzz that like the you know that a lot of the franchises when you know with the original 360 came out did you're right that's not but that's not a problem with the software is my point mm-hmm. the, that that would be a problem with either how they marketed it or the fact that the xbox one is you know frowned upon and okay I, I guess you could argue that maybe that people are disinterested in gears of war i don't know um but 
apparently the game is really good. I, so I still intend to play it. Yeah. When uh, next time I've got nothing to play, but yeah, it, it is that. But his, it's like his... I I didn't okay. feel sorry, Sean. I I, I just right. didn't. At the moment, it feels like I'm getting like new experiences on PS4. Like things are like a bit different to what I played like last year, and I don't really feel that I've had that from Xbox this time around. Yeah, mm. it's totally flipped. What games? What games have you played this generation that could not have like other than visual stuff? That could not have appeared on the previous gen. Uh, well, Destiny. We did though. But Destiny, you could, you literally could play that on a three sixty <laughs> oh, yeah, or PS three. Fucking hell! What an idiot! Titanfall <laughs> um, that came out on three sixty as well. Yep. Yeah, no, and was all right apparently. I'm trying to think. I can't. Was there? Is there a game that's that's come out that's so you're been thinking, like mechanically well, no. rather than graphically? Yeah, because like. So basically, with like you know, with the 360 and the PS3, it was like online gaming really sort of came into yeah. its own and became a new thing, and and that was like the main push. Whereas what what's been the hook with you this? Say it's like gen, social stuff, you know? you know, like sharing and recording gameplay and all that kind of stuff. But it's not really as big a draw. Mm. Yeah, streaming. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm trying to see where Gavel's coming from, and I'm like, oh, actually, now that I think about it, it hasn't been the leap that some you know previous generations have i suppose no i understand that but but the yeah. the games we're getting are just i, I mean i'm having yeah. a lot of fun with the games i'm i'm playing on the on this gen oh no absolutely yeah they've been stunning yeah um but it's just i i, I suppose i see what you mean just in terms, in terms of like of big jumps i mean it's graphically now but in yeah the the, the I guess graphics are they're stunning, but the, the jump between game to game is isn't as big as it was earlier in the generations when you were seeing huge jumps. Yeah. Um, I mean, things like HDR yeah, and no, 4K right, yeah. are gonna potentially move that up, uh, move it on to the next level, I guess. But um, yeah, mechanically, I can't really think. Mm. I mean, you always online thing, it, but it's possibly added to games like Destiny and and Division. But as you said, Destiny was on the previous gen as well. PSVR, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I guess. Ah, yeah, okay, yeah. But then that's not this generate. It's just like an add-on, isn't it? So I don't know yeah. if that counts. No, I see. I see what you're saying. That makes a lot more sense mm. of why people would mm. think this generation's been disappointing. But I, c- I just can't relate to that mm. well, because it's you not, know it's yeah. not the games have been disappointing because they totally haven't. It's just that yeah, like Matt said, we haven't seen like a massive leap or anything like really sort of like revolutionary that makes you think that does not mm. bother me. As long as the games are I mean, in terms of the next console, I mean, um, the next Xbox is going to be so. That's going to be fascinating to see what they do there because the Xbox, you know, brand this gen has been tarnished. You know, it's, it's, it's game over for this generation. Hence, they're, they're trying to push the next one really quickly. But do they keep the Xbox One brand? Do they have? Is it another Xbox rather than Xbox One? Well, that's what they've said they were going to do. I mean, it? They said it was it, going to be like the Xbox family. But if, it, if, if, it, if it's yeah. just like mm. a more powerful Xbox. One Xbox 360. If it's just more powerful Xbox, is that enough to bring people over back from PS4? Is it going to be a massive leap? And if it is, is it going to cost an absolute bomb compared to you know current PS4s mm. and Switch and stuff? It's going to be. I, I cannot wait for E3. It's going to be fascinating to see what they do. Obviously, last time they positioned it and everyone ripped them apart and they had to totally change everything. It, it would it, you know it would seem to try and get some games back on side. Even though I, I actually think that a lot of their ideas were good, it's just that they were probably a bit before their time. Um, 
But yeah, it's. Oh, what if they started in with all that stuff again? Yeah. Exactly you cannot the same share stuff. Game second, you can't, you can't share games with mates. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be also, absolutely this is, fascinating. This is really good for TV. It's gonna be. You know, that's gonna be. That kind of that's gonna be the best way to be free for me, just to see how they position it, what they do, what it is. I mean, if it's just a more powerful Xbox, I mean, yeah, let's be honest, I'll probably get it because I'm an idiot. But if I think about <laughs> yeah. my Xbox One and the amount I played of it, I mean, I've I've barely played it compared to my PS4. I just roll by PS4 version. And that's not so having like great great games in it and Forza's amazing and there's probably some others. Um mm. but yeah, I, I cannot wait to see what they do. <laughs> that is gonna be amazing, hopefully. Do you know what? They've got a really hard task because you know what the internet's like now. Jump on everything, vilify everything, take the piss like really sort of kick off and uh, you know, memes and all that sort of shit. They've got a whole, you know, this whole console war stuff. There's a lot of people that's on Sony's side. Oh yeah, well, I got 60 million people. They're going to be out for blood. Those people are going to be out for blood. So they need to be completely on point with this. Otherwise, it's just going to get torn apart. There's a lot of people just waiting to rip it, rip whatever the Scorpio is apart. I mean, the um, biggest thing is mm-hmm. price point. It, like if that launches and it's you know three three hundred three fifty like current PS4s and stuff, yeah, it'd be amazing. But if like the rumors have suggested, and it's just rumors, no no one knows. But if the, if it is as the rumors have been suggested, and it could be a much more expensive console because it's doing a lot more stuff, that could be that could be game over. It's if it fits like because I saw those rumors, they were like seven hundred dollars or whatever, and you're just like it's dead yeah, on arrival. I, I, mean, I, I, I can't that believe that they would ever do that. Yeah. Um, I yeah. don't care how powerful that thing is. There's no way they can release it at that 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 cost. Um, but my god, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be fascinating to see what they do because I, you know, 360 was incredible. PS3, I just I had one, but it was just whatever. There's some exclusives okay. It literally has completely switched. You know, PS3 had some great some great exclusives, but everything was done on 360. Now for me, it's totally opposite way around. The PS4 is the new 360, and the Xbox One is the new PS3. And so the next generation, my god, what are they gonna do? And also, is it gonna be PS4 Pro? quality so you know not a massive not a massive upgrade but a, a decent upgrade or is it going to be a, are they going to try and redefine a new generation and say this is the next gen and ps4 mm. and ps4 pro feel old, feel old hat that would piss a lot of xbox one owners off i tell you that well, they also need to still fix the <laughs> operating system as well because i awful. can't believe that's still so slow like, have you used the have you used the the update that there's a, been an update and it's pretty good is it better yeah because at the moment it's, it's still terrible on mine. um it's not brilliant, like it's not what you want it to be, but it's certainly a lot better. It it, it basically works like the um the old three sixty one does. <laughs> Just bring back um, the blade. You press mate. <laughs> Yeah. You press the guide button and it doesn't take you out of the game, it just pops that little sidebar up so you can switch games. It is a lot better. Does it Definitely. do that thing where, because you know like on, on Xbox One how you like it's how long you hold down the guide button for to do stuff. And it's always a bit like you're not sure have I held it down long enough? Oh no! Now it wants me to switch the machine <laughs> off, and it's just—it's terrible. It's a terrible. Well, no, you—you you tap. Yeah, I mean, it's still got the hold down to turn things off, but you just tap it. And it brings up that little sidebar. That um, sounds better. It, it, from the brief time I've used it, I've still got to use it a lot more. It does seem a lot better than it was, uh, but yeah, not not anywhere near what you need it to do. Um, it's just so slow. Yeah. It's just you know, like going between stuff. It's just awful. Right, okay, next question. Okay, uh, Varbrad says, uh, for some reason I keep imagining Matt, uh, Im- imagining Matt being abused on the train by Yobbs for playing his Switch. Does this happen, Matt? 
haven't been abused yet. <laughs> haven't been mugged for a while. So, uh, but no, um, I'm also not conscious about it anymore either. I'll just get it out, play it for a bit, put it back, put it back on pocket. I actually saw another guy playing a Switch the other day on the train. Uh, a grey guy. I mean, no, sorry, it wasn't a grey guy. He it had a grey Switch. Um, yeah, I, I, I haven't been abused yet. Although there's a couple of dodgy areas that I uh, the train goes through, and I. I'm not. I'm not exactly holding out like it's uh, something, something for them to take off me. But uh, yeah, generally fine. No abuse. Uh, yeah. You put your coat over the top. Yeah, of I'll it. just like pretend I'm um, playing Fire Emblem <laughs> Heroes again. There's no way I would ever not be self-conscious about playing that in public. It's just what I, I well, could I just not put get over that. On and then play Zelda, and I just I, who it's cares? Too it's too big. The plane. Is that, the plane? I'd be alright. Is it just because of the size of it, Dave, or just um? It just fundamentally, you wouldn't play like a handheld console. Yeah, I guess the public. size of it. I guess that's what it yeah. be because nah. I used to play my 3DS uh, on okay. trains and stuff. It looks a downside better than a 3DS. It doesn't look like a kid's toy. I think I'd be more conscious playing that <laughs> than this. Yeah, but you got the neon one. It does look like a kid's toy. Well, yeah, a bit. but it still feels like a decent bit of you know of of, te- of technology. I don't know. I, I mean, for me personally, I, I, I'm not bothered. I put the headphones in and play Zelda. I don't really give a fuck. Everyone's looking at their phones anyway. <laughs> like no, no one gives no one it's gives true. two seconds um, for anyone else. It is funny. I remember a time where like everyone was like, "Do not ever get your mobile phone out on a bus or a train." Like there was yeah. warnings from the metropolitan <laughs> I, I, I police. I remember when like, they said, "Do not don't, do uh, use the white headphones that come with your iPhone because thieves know yeah, you've got yeah, an yeah. iPhone." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Okay, Varad also says, I picked up Yakuza 0 on James's recommendation, and it's brilliant. I just realised this isn't a question, what a balls up. But yeah, balls yeah, that one up. That, that's part of the tweet, that's not just James yeah. saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Yakuza <laughs> 0 is really good. It's a very good game. Yeah. Okay, great, next question. Okay, Robotic Monkey says, uh, did any of you guys uh, hear Colin Moriarty on the, John, on the Joe Rogan podcast? What are your thoughts on the guy? Yeah, I've watched loads about this. Do you guys know anything about it? No, I do, anything. yeah. yeah. Oh, well, Matt, explain <laughs> so, it because if James doesn't know uh, some of our listeners, Colin Moriarty, he um, was a former editor of IGN, and he uh, more recently co-founded Kind of Funny with Greg Miller um, and uh, Tim Gettys, and basically a lot of the old, loads of the old IGN guys left IGN, set up this new thing called uh, Kind of Funny, and they're doing like loads of stuff on YouTube. They get like forty-five thousand dollars a month from Patreon. Um, yada yada yada. He's always um, his 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 political views aren't exactly the same as everyone else. It would appear in the gaming industry. They're um, they're not like totally liberal. He's much more like centre in terms of his, his politics, um, and he's got into hot water, shall we say, for people disagreeing with his views. Um, but most recently on the International Women's Day, um, he tweeted uh, the hashtag International Women. Oh no, is is hashtag a day without a woman, which is a. Uh, a trending uh, hashtag on International Women's Day, uh, yeah. and the idea was that you would, um, I, 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 I guess, basically, you, you would try and talk about how, how things might be if there wasn't women. Actually, women are doing doing so much that uh, a, a day without a woman would, would actually would actually be a bad thing. Anyway, I thought balls up. Regardless, his mm. tweet it said, "Ah, peace and quiet," um, and that got a lot of people's backs up. Um, because he did it on International Women's Day. He said it's just a joke. It's basically like a sitcom joke, you know, about the, the classic old, you know, thing about uh, women talking too much and women nice to have some peace and quiet. It's like a, it's like a classic old gag. Uh, Lowe's people were really, really unhappy. He then, in the space of a few days, just left kind of funny. He um, he said it wasn't about the tweet. He said it, lots of things that built up, but 
you know, this tweet was just one of many things. He said that his politics were um, clearly, diff- clearly different from his other his other sort of um, co-founders on Kind of Funny and, and that of the audience, and he didn't want to allow that to sort of affect what they were putting out and so on and so forth. Um, a couple of the other co-founders actually put out tweets saying that they didn't believe in the tweet, but Colin Moriarty can, you know, it, it's up to him, you know, free speech and all that business. Um, but it was clear that they differed on 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 what they thought the tweet was about. Um, since then, Colin Moriarty's mm-hmm. um, he'd been on. Uh, uh, oh, I think it's a it's a Ruben it's a Ruben report. It's a, it's another Patreon funded. Um, centre-leaning politics show on YouTube and he did two, like an hour and a half interviews on that and they were both absolutely fascinating. Uh, he, he, I think I actually like and more interesting Colin Moriarty now than I was actually previously before he started doing all his stuff. Um, anyway, I haven't listened to Joe Rogan but he is really good. Um, he's a really, really fascinating guy like Colin Moriarty and I'm interested to see more. He's actually started since then he's now started his own Patreon-funded YouTube show called Colin's Last Stand and he's getting like 40 grand on his own so uh, $40,000 a month that is. You see, this is the this. I think I pulled right? out, but I think that's the like when he, when he quit and ev- when he quit, everyone's like, "Oh, he's lost his job because of the SJWs." Yeah, and now he's gone on and made his own Kickstarter, and he's doing yeah. better than yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah his own Shut up. <laughs> it's like the the tweet itself. Like, obviously, it's it's not like horrific, and it's. I mean, even calling it offensive is giving it too much credit. It's just like. It's just a shitty thing to say, and it's just not a. It's just a crap yeah, it's, joke. It's just a crap joke. Like, I mean, it's just a crap joke. <laughs> it is like a crap, and it's, bad joke. It's, it? Like it's you know like <laughs> this is always the way when when you're arguing about you know a, a joke that is um, considered offensive or whatever, and it's usually it's not so much about the fact that it's offensive; it's the fact that it's just not funny enough to warrant being offensive. You know. Like there are jokes that are near the. No- I mean, you know, look at like South Park, which is constantly, um, you know, sort of has the potential to upset a lot of people, but is actually clever about it, and it makes you laugh before that judgment kicks in, and that oh, like oh shit, actually that's probably not totally PC, but it's clever enough that it still gets that laugh. But yeah, like oh yeah, day without a woman, peace and quiet. Oh, fuck off, mate. That's just shit. So yeah, do you think? Yeah, like, I'm not not a fan. Um, I don't know this guy. I, I mean, I mean, it, it, uh, apparently there's some history with other stuff that he said and done. I I don't really mm. know enough about it. Um, mm. I think the only thing that does concern me out of this is that okay, I didn't particularly. I, I saw when I saw the joke, I was like, oh god, really? Is that the sort of thing that you're saying <laughs> on this one or whatever? But mm. I wouldn't actively go and try and call him out and try and you know go crazy based on that one tweet which i think there's a mentality to do that on twitter that 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 can be extremely harmful on in in several ways firstly going oh that's sexist and and just thinking well is that sort of is that um how do i, how do I put it like sexism is obviously a really horrible and disgusting thing and something that we don't need in our society. But are we reducing what sexism is just based on anything now? Is that sort of harmful to the phrase or, or to the uh, ideology of being a bigot on being sexist? Is that, is that harmful in that I way? Mean, uh, is it desensitizing what sexism is rather than 
Yeah, like like I say, because it's it's such a mild like yes, it it's kind of offensive, but it's in so mildly so that yeah, to sort of to call it sexist is almost giving it too much credit. Like it's just a bit thoughtless, and especially obviously doing it on International Women's Day, it's just like, mate, we like just for one day, just shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's also other things like the International Business Times wrote uh, a piece about it, and their headline was kind of funny. Mm. Colin Moriarty resigns after targeting women in racist joke. Now it's very clear this is not a racist joke. But <laughs> then there's people like International yeah. Business Times saying that, and, and Polygon had a piece which is also it, it would appear quite poorly researched and now you know forever colin moriarty is sort of tied with the word racist even though it, this joke mm. has cleaned up and to do with race um and yeah, yeah. But, but if anyone, anyone interested you should watch the rubin reports with um he did two episodes with colin moriarty it's really really fascinating actually i i think he's um yeah i think he's an interesting guy um he's got his own views and everyone's got their own views but yeah it's um it's uh it's, it's a bit of a weird subject this is definitely not the place for it and definitely not the time for it because it's getting on now. But um, what makes me more angry about this whole Twitter and, you know, the way people react to political news and views um, is that they're totally playing into the left versus right. It, it, it It's basically football. It's basically supporting a football <laughs> team, you know, um, and it's the same with things like, you know, uh, console wars and stuff like that. And that's what political views have been reduced to it's you're either on the left or you're either on the right and if you are on the other side there's no discussing the matter there's just let's get really angry and try and highlight each other's faults to everyone and turn as many people into you know big rowing arguments and accusations that don't need to be made and we get nowhere as a society by doing that it's also nowhere in a society by doing that it's also i mean Um, everyone everyone's on a hair trigger as well like with it it's you know as soon as something happens it's like you got to jump on it immediately yeah, i mean like and you know without thinking about you know without like sort of looking at it and considering stuff yeah the the, the, the militant lefties are almost as bad as the militant right who on the right because the, the, they don't want to listen to anything anyway yeah dave you're right definitely this is not the place <laughs> good point next question Stuart baker uh says if nintendo struggle to get third parties involved should they just start looking at making new IPs and new experiences and worlds? Presumably for the Switch. I mean, they should do both. Yeah. Next question. Yeah. Robotic Monkey <laughs> says... <laughs> well, the answer is obviously yes. But, you know... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, they should just let it rot, free, Loads of new IPs. <laughs> yeah. I, do, I just... Um, yeah, I do, it, it doesn't work like that, does it? I mean... Yeah. Also, I think the, the amount I really of money. think third parties will get involved because it's a great console, and it seems to have sold well. So, hope to God they do. The Dreamcast the was, was a great, great console, console but it did not it, sell it's, well. It's about sales. Nintendo think they're going to sell ten million sales, this year alone. That's like only three million behind lifetime sales of the Wii U. Yeah, no, I mean, if they hit ten million in the first year, then I think that that would be that's that's a great base to, to I, work I'm surprised of. it's still uh, hard to get hold of them I thought it wouldn't be this hard but um, yeah can't get hold of them mm. yeah. but love the money next question okay Robotic Monkey says uh, did Luigi's head get glued back on and did Dave get the super glue off his hands yes and yes Luigi's head got glued back on uh, although he's now got a crusty hat because of super glue everywhere a lot of it on his hat 
And uh, yeah, I shed my skin, although my wedding ring is still fucked. Uh, let's make this the last one. Oh, you always do this, and then I've got to look through them and choose one. Oh, all right, let's just keep talking until the early hours of the morning, James. What do you fucking want from me? Go on. Um, okay, no, let's do it. Uh, Athena Allen's... Uh, I'm just going to take ownership now, James. Uh, Athena Allen... He does this... He, he, James, Matt always does this, and we do another six no, questions. I'm choose so one. well done, James. Uh, Athena Allen, I finished near this weekend. When was the last time you felt empty inside, like nothing mattered when finishing a game? I mean... There, there have been games I've finished. I'm like, well, what happens now? Like, what is what is there to do after this? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. There have definitely been games where I've like I finished it and and just thought like I'm gonna miss being in that world, which I think might have been Kingdom Hearts two, wow. which is weird. <laughs> that cut. game's not very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, that world was just got a Disneyland. You'd be all right. Yeah. You're loving it. Yeah, but there's no Final Fantasy in Disneyland, Good is point. There? Good point, mate. That's, well, that's where they went wrong with Disneyland. <laughs> that's, that's why, why no one's going. Business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I haven't really got an answer. I mean, I mean, at the end of Walking Dead Season 1, I was just like, oh, Jesus, now now what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and yeah. I almost didn't yeah. want there to be any more Walking Deads. Just ended like that. That's it. Done. Yeah, episodic games really do drum that home because it's the same with um, Life is Strange. Cause yeah, yeah, that it, was really good. It's over such mm. a long period of time. It's kind of like, oh my God, that's done now. Yeah. I can't, I'm not, because for months I've either enjoyed playing the game, thinking about the game or looking forward to the next episode. And now that's a big part of all that gone. Um, mm. It's like when Big Brother ends. Well, it, yeah, exactly. To like watch that. the final and you're just yeah. like, wow. I'm not watching this every night now. What the hell? I was speaking to, uh, it's exactly like Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, like especially like because with Life is Strange, because I played through all of that um, with my wife. So that, that became like a proper little event every time one came out. And it was like we'd put an evening aside to do it and that was really nice. And then, yeah, it's like it's not just like I need another game to play. It's like I, I want wife. another. <laughs> yeah, I need a new wife to play, play through Life is Strange yeah, with again. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's like you—you're not just replacing a game; you're replacing like a, a regular event in your mm. life. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah Speaking yeah. of Walking Dead, uh, mm. the third episode comes out tomorrow, James. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Although, do you feel? Because I was thinking about this the other day. Like, do you feel like maybe it would have been better if they hadn't have done like two in one go? Yeah, like to launch. Yeah, it? should have spaced it out a bit. The more. gap's been so long that it kind of forgotten. Yeah, a lot silly. Of stuff, really. They need to just nail it down to one a month. And like a certain day, mm-hmm. you know, the first of the month, that's when the new game's out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a shame that Walking Dead didn't really have like the the thing that the first season had, where everyone was talking about it. And but yeah, uh, but the season three so far is fantastic. So I'm looking forward to a new episode. Season two coming to PS Plus, isn't it? Again, uh, well, no, gold, not PS yeah. Plus. Games, games of gold. gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's get, worth sticking through. It wasn't that. incredible, but it's worth sticking through. It. It's still good. Yeah, it's still yeah, good. It's still good. That right, is, is that it? it? Yep. Good. Um, Matt, what do you what uh, they do? You can follow us on Twitter. We're at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. You can email us the Computer Game Show at gmail dot com. We're also on Facebook, uh, Twitch, uh, YouTube, all the rest. So get in touch. Cool. Tell your friends where to go if they want to live it. Tell your friends. Uh, thank uh, you for us on the podcast awards. That's a thing. Um, Is that still yeah, going? I think yeah. it was on for like for ages. Sorry. Just find right, that okay. and and leave a review on iTunes. Find that. Awesome. 
Cheers. Thanks for living it. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.